0: This this is Free Talk Talk Live. Live. For some reason, I'm getting some some talk back. back. Not sure what that problem is. is. It's the live Saturday Saturday. (laughs) edition. Perhaps if I do that, yep, that solved the problem. (laughs) 800-259-9231.
1: The wonders of modern technology.
0: (laughs) It is Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The features there are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We start the show out tonight with an update on a pretty outrageous case. Uh, it's a case we talked about, I don't know, probably a few months ago on this program. At least a, at least a handful of months, if not six months. Uh, it's out of Orem, Utah. This story from the Associated Press. When 70-year-old Betty Perry was accused of neglecting her lawn, she became defiant. Perry was arrested, handcuffed. And briefly jailed back in July. <laughs> for neglecting
1: to take care of her lawn, she was put in handcuffs Well, and put in jail?
0: Well, what it was is she didn't pay the ticket, uh-huh. or she declined the ticket. So she didn't want to receive a ticket for taking care of her lawn. But yes, essentially, Mark, that's what happened. She didn't water her lawn up to the, uh, the standards that the county or the city, in this case, of Orem, Utah, would have had her water it. And so, therefore, they put a 70-year-old woman in a jail cell. Now you have to ask yourself, this is a joke, right? I mean, this this sounds like uh, like one of those weird stories that uh, you just you might see in a movie, or this couldn't possibly be real life, right? It it it, it sounds bizarre, but this is real life, and this really did happen to uh, to Betty Perry. She agreed on Friday to resolve her case by pleading guilty to a disorderly conduct charge. And paying a $100 fine, so her disorderly conduct was declining a ticket. Apparently so. She also faces six
1: months I of probation. I hate this disorderly conduct charge. You can do anything. I mean, they, they, they can do anything they want with it. You know, declining to take a ticket. I don't think I don't think that that's uh, necessarily uh, disorderly conduct. Well, what to me that says is that we need to step this up to the next level of uh, you know judicial violence, which is a misdemeanor or whatever, and take her to court. She's saying that you know I'm not taking your ticket. This is my lawn, and I should be. And, and she wants a jury of her peers. And I
0: don't believe she was originally charged with disorderly conduct. The original charge might have been refusal to water lawn or refusal to accept a ticket, which you know might have been a, a more serious charge than disorderly conduct. It sounds to me like they cut her a deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like they always do. We, this is something we talk about on this show is how the uh, government likes to just slap a bunch of – if they, for whatever reason, have decided to target you, they like to just slap you with a bunch of charges, and then they come out and they say, well, you know, we'll offer you a deal, if you just plead guilty. We'll we'll knock three out of the four charges off. We'll just give you a disorderly conduct charge. You can pay a hundred dollar fine. And by the way, the uh seventy year old woman is also facing six months of probation. Jeez. On top of that. Uh so the fine wasn't wasn't quite enough. And so that's what they do. They offer you this deal so that way instead of spending possibly, you know, three years in prison, you only have to pay the hundred dollar fine and uh six months of probation. Of course, to to most people that sounds like a deal. You know yeah, but, I can but, I can I can see that. I mean, you know, they they believe they're right or whatever.
1: But then, the 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 weight of the state comes down upon them, and they right. really don't
0: have anything else they can do. And they don't believe that you can fight city hall, so they think that it's it's worth it to take the plea bargain, which means that there's a zero percent chance they'll win their case because they're ple- they're pleading guilty. Yeah. In this case, uh, Ms. Perry was scheduled to go to trial Monday on a more serious charge of here you go resisting arrest. For refusing to give her name, except a citation. Now,
1: resisting arrest should be violence uh, or, or something. This, it just doesn't make any sense to me. This I'm not going
0: to give you my name. That's resisting arrest. Well, now the, no, no, no. There are different charges here. Apparently, it's a more serious charge of resisting arrest. Oh, yeah. For refusing to give her name, accept a citation, or allow herself to be handcuffed on her front step. So there were several reasons they charged her with the resisting arrest charge. She did not want to give her name. She refused to accept the citation from the officer and did not want to be handcuffed. Can you imagine that? This old lady, she didn't want to be handcuffed because she didn't water her lawn. How dare she! What gall she has! I, I don't know how we can uh,
1: actually. I, I don't. I don't know how a nation can proceed with this level of anarchy. <laughs> you know, some some woman deciding that she's not going to water her lawn properly.
0: You know, I wonder is there anybody out there within the sound of my voice right now that thinks that this woman got what she deserved? Well, <laughs> I mean, really one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231 Are you somebody who supports these mandatory lawn laws that could end up putting your neighbors and possibly even you in jail if you don't keep your lawn up to county spec? It,
1: it, it, maybe she's trying to do her part in
0: conserving water. I'm just, a, I don't know. She ends up, this is what the prosecutor had to say for himself, quote, she ends up with a sentence that's very minimal and shouldn't intrude terribly on her day-to-day life for our part it accomplishes what we set out to accomplish from the very beginning and what exactly was that breaking
1: to- the uh, the will of 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 you know their their uh, constituents they don't want anybody who's going to do anything or um, that might threaten their power.
0: Right. Well, because if this woman had continued on the path that she initially had started on, and that was refusing to pay the fine, refusing to accept the citation, uh, refusing to give her name to the cops, then that might actually look like you could get away with things like that. It might look to the uh, the rest of the population like the government was uh, something that could be resisted. And now they've shown everybody that they you don't, don't mess like with that us. idea. Yeah, you don't mess with the government. That's what the uh, prosecutor's looking to do. Peterson, the prosecutor, said he was planning to drop the lawn neglect charge. There's a lawn (laughs) neglect charge. Uh, Because Perry has uh, started...
1: This is what we need politicians for. To create laws like this? Yeah,
0: for this nonsense. Uh, Because apparently Perry has now started taking care of her lawn, but it was important for the city to get a conviction for Perry's dangerous and violent actions following an officer's attempt to cite her. I don't think refusing to uh,
1: put her hands behind her back or saying she didn't want a ticket is dangerous or violent.
0: Well, now the officer... It's dangerous to the power of, uh, of politicians. I can see that because if people saw, oh, I don't have to do what they say. Now, wait a minute, Mark. Let's go and talk for a moment about what happened to this poor, poor officer who was called to the scene to deal with this... A violent, violent, dangerous and violent woman. Right. Violent, thuggish 70-year-old grandmother. Uh, during a struggle with Officer Jim Flygare, Perry fell, injured her nose, rolled onto her stomach, and put her hands underneath her to foil a handcuffing. Can you believe her? Their lawyers did not return phone or email messages from the Associated Press. So there's the story, there's the update. Uh, the 70-year-old grandmother... Now paying a $100 fine, going to be on probation for six months. So, what does that mean? How does lawn probation work exactly? If you, you know, normally when you go on probation, it's for something like, uh, oh, drugs, for instance, and you have to take drug tests. Are they going to be drug testing her? Because sometimes probation is always comes along. Perhaps with drug they'll tests. mandate lawn care classes. You know, it it, it it wouldn't surprise me at this part. Uh, How point. to
1: uh, suck it up and be a good little citizen, classes.
0: It's uh, This is just a disgusting case, and I, I want to know, really, seriously, if you're out there and you're in favor of what the government's doing on this case, I'd love to hear from you. Maybe you could defend the state in, in this case, 800-259-9231. So if she's on probation for six months, again, she was facing some pretty serious charges Prior to this, if she gets a V.O.P., a violation of probation, which, as anybody who's ever been on probation will tell you, is extremely easy to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, if she doesn't water her lawn when they say she's supposed to water her lawn, will that be a V.O.P.? I, I, I What else would it be? And what will that result in? If she violates good. Her, right, if she violates her probation, she's going to have to go and, and serve some some time in jail, right? I, I, That's usually how see it, it that works. Way. I mean, they they take VOP, uh, VOP pretty darn seriously. Well, it, yeah, they do. I mean, you can. I,
1: I was, as you know, I I spent uh, nine years in prison, and I can tell you that I've seen guys in prison who were on probation who were in for as uh, little as uh, riding a motorcycle without a helmet, driving a car without a driver's license. Um, all kinds of ridiculous little things, and it was because of their probation, not because of the you know the level of the crime. they take probation very seriously, so yeah, absolutely she
0: could go she could go
1: to prison for not watering her lawn the next time
0: one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one do you think we're joking with you? This is serious. This is a real case. It's really happening here in the good old United States of America, the so-called land of the free, where a 70-year-old woman is now, you know, she's been in jail and arrested over not watering her lawn. And I want to know, has it gone far enough for you? Where is your line in the sand anyway? 800-259-9231, this is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, it's your show, and you can take control of your airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231, live Saturday edition. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, by the way, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give away, if you've missed a moment of the show... And if you are one of our uh, listeners that is only getting the Saturday show on your local radio station, you've missed the entire week. So go and grab the archives right there on the front page of the website for your downloading convenience totally free at freetalklive.com. And now you can save time and money on common legal matters. Created by top attorneys, LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents like your will or living trust in minutes. LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save 10%. That's LegalZoom.com. Just a few more thoughts on this story out of Orem, Utah, where 70-year-old Betty Perry has been arrested and jailed and now sentenced to six months of probation and a $100 fine. Also, she uh, she got that by pleading guilty to a disorderly conduct charge, since the government was so nice as to drop the lawn neglect charge, not to mention the, uh, let's see, they were also looking to get her good for her violent actions following an officer's attempt to cite her, where she... Violent was, is
1: just, un, uh, you know, it's, it's improperly used here. The poor lady didn't take a swing at the guy, she fell down, she refused to give him um, her hands to handcuff. That is not violence. But I, I was, believe it
0: was the officer that was using violence on her, from what I understand. Manhandled the, her, yeah, right. she, as I th- recall. That's the reason she fell, was because the officer was trying to arrest her for not watering her lawn properly. And she, believe it or and, and really, not, didn't want to go. A,
1: this is not an arrest for not watering your lawn. This is—it's ju- just not. This is arre- an is arrest. It? This is an arrest for not properly, uh, you know, kissing the toe of town
0: or city or uh, municipal government. Now wait a minute, Mark. I'm going to hold your feet to the fire on this one because last night on the show. You were the one that was talking about how it's important that your properties that are surrounding your property be in good shape in order to protect your property values. So since nobody called in to uh, to to take the state side on this one, I'm going to try my best to play devil's advocate as the as the individual who will you know come in here and take the side of the government and say you know Mark. This is We just can't have ugly-looking properties in the town of Orem, Utah. We just can't have it. And the fact that this woman wanted to go and take care of her lawn or, or neglect her lawn in this way puts all of our property values in jeopardy, and that's the justification for this law. That's why we need this law in the books, to help keep all of our property values nice and high. I,
1: you know, I can't defend because we're talking about two entirely different circumstances. You didn't uh, properly, you know, set up what I was saying. All I was saying, Ian, uh, in that particular instance, is if you want freedom in this area, you're going to have to take steps. That's what I was saying.
0: This is a step in the wrong direction. When we're arresting little old ladies... Oh hey, wait, I'm talking about the property value point, which you were making a point about how the neighbor's property can affect your property values, sure and therefore can. if the neighbor's lawn is all brown and ugly looking, isn't that going to affect your property value negatively?
1: I, th- I would think in that particular instance that uh, if you're that concerned about how lawns look, mm-hmm. um, I mean, really, grass farming is, uh, it, it, you know, a couple hundred, a hundred years ago, grass farming was a, uh, a pursuit for only the very rich people. Now this, uh, pre, uh, this, this preoccupation that people have with beautiful lawns, some people have with beautiful lawns and making sure they're exactly perfect, well, you can never have a perfect lawn. It can never be perfect. The guy who was on my street in a deed, you know, essentially a deed restricted um, community, he had this this really great lawn. And then one day, a big patch of grass died. Uh
0: oh, are we going to find this guy? <laughs> because a big patch of grass died in his lawn in Orem, Utah. They might very well find him. Yes. Okay. So you're saying you're on the lady's side here. You're saying it's okay with you if somebody just neglects their lawn, lets their lawn go to go to hell basically. Well, it yeah. turns brown, some weeds start growing in it. Uh, and it brings your property value down. You're okay she's with She's a little that. old lady. The way to solve
1: this is not to go after the little old lady with violence. What the if lady, she was 35? What, you, you, uh, with a little old lady, you offer to mow her lawn for her or help her out in some way or something like that. What I if mean,
0: she's 35? And should we put her in jail?
1: I don't think you should put her in Finer? jail over it. No, I think that if you're that concerned about your lawn, you should live put someplace a on her house? where they have lawn rules. All right. Where Good that to hear. people you know, willingly got
0: into. It's good to hear you say that, because I agree completely, of course. And, uh, of course, the one caller that was against us on this drops off the line. We go instead to Jeff in West Palm Beach, listening on WFTL. Hey, Jeff, you're on Free Talk Live. WFTL. Good evening, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Uh, I
2: just started driving, I turned on the radio, and there you were. I Here like I the show. I'm uh, enjoying this. i is a new one on me, this thing about the lawn fascists. Uh, what I was wondering, though, was when you were talking about probation and people getting uh, sentences, you know, where... All of a sudden, they go to jail for a long time. I was under the impression I thought that when you go, when you get probation, that if you violate it, what they do is they give you the sentence for the original crime you were charged
0: with.
1: I believe that's the case. Yes. Sure. Um, and a, a lot of times, what you'll have in, in Florida, especially as they, uh, uh, you know, where I where I was in prison, is they'll have situations where you know people got. Uh, two thirds of their sentence taken off in good time back in the old days, and they now have an eighty five percent rule but um you know they'll still have a, a probationary length of time um so you know if you get five years probation, you can get that and and in four years four and a half years you or in six months you manage to violate that probation with something silly they can give you that four and a half years in prison
2: yeah well down here uh, you might have heard about a case of this guy Lionel Tate, who no. when he was younger he he uh it was a wrestling defense. He, he pummeled this Oh, young that kid, girl to the death. kid
1: that, that, that killed another uh, a child. Yeah, little, the, pudgy black kid that killed a, another kid uh, wrestling. Yes,
2: yes. At the time, they gave him life, and they overturned that. And then he wound up with probation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He couldn't keep his nose clean. Now, this is a kid who you know was constantly in trouble even after they gave him a second chance. Wow. What happened was he was, he, uh, was arrested for shaking down a pizza delivery guy with some other friend of his, you know, and they had all kinds of evidence that they'd done it. Uh, telephone messages saying, let's go and do a lick, which is slang for a robbery. Yeah. And when when they picked him up on this charge, he ended up getting, you know, his probation revoked, and he wound up getting sentenced to 30 years in prison.
1: 30 years in prison you know, for the, shaking down a two- pizza delivery guy. Well, well 30 years in prison for
2: the
0: original happened. crime.
2: That, exactly. This, the original manslaughter. Well, what ended up happening was his attorney got into the news saying, it's too harsh to give him 30 years for for this simple pizza robbery. And I actually had a letter to the editor published in one of the South Florida papers here where I excoriated this lawyer saying, no, how disingenuous can you be? He wasn't given 30 years for the pizza robbery. He was given the 30 years that they held in abeyance when he originally killed the girl.
0: Sure, you're absolutely right about that. But, of course, I mean, you wouldn't say that any of this is appropriate for an old lady watering her lawn. No, or...
1: I'm totally on board with you guys. Okay, as well as good. Parties. You know, in this particular instance, I'm not one to come out um, in defense of convicts. I really don't like them. Um, the uh, I, And I have lots of experience with them. They're, you know, generally bad people. But 30 years is in Florida is 85% of that. Let's call it 25 years not because I'm, you know, not – I went through a Florida public school system. I'm not that great at math. Um, so 25 years, you know, it always it, – it seems like such a long time for everyone to take care of. Generally, people commit crimes between the um, the ages of 15 and 25. By 25, they've got their testosterone worked out of them, and they're, they're not as dangerous as they are, um, you know, as they were. So, and, and they can, you know, they may not be the greatest citizens in the world, but they're you know, they're, they're not out there hurting people. So I always wonder about these really long sentences like that.
0: Jeff, thanks for the call and the input tonight. Appreciate okay. hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Phones are loaded up at this point. Uh, love to hear from you if you want to chime in on this story or bring up whatever's on your mind. Since we're talking about justice, you've got a story in relation to the death penalty, yeah. Mark. We'll get to that here in a little bit and take your calls about sound anything. Like a bleeding this is tonight. your show. It's Free Talk Live. Mark has managed to secure for us a big advertiser for Valentine's Day. It's the Vermont Teddy Bear Company. We'd like to keep them on board for next year, but in order to do that, we need to sell some bears. Good thing they start at just $49 at VermontTeddyBear.com. Show her you know her with a personalized teddy bear from VermontTeddyBear.com. Don't forget to tell them you heard about it on Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line in this live Saturday edition of the program. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there we give away, so enjoy those on us, including the wiki. Get interactive with uh, over 1,500 pages created by listeners just like you. Head over to wiki.freetalklive.com. That's uh, totally free, by the way. W-I-K-I.freetalklive.com. Movies, lingerie, and marital aids. AdamEve.com has a special offer for you. Go to AdamEve.com slash talk and get 50% off of one item. Plus, with your order of $17 or more, they'll throw in a free gift. That's 50% off AdamEve.com slash talk. Continuing here, the story we started the hour out with uh, from Orem, Utah. An update on a story we originally covered. A 70-year-old woman, Betty Perry, was... Uh, It's it's just so mind-boggling, having trouble even talking about it. She's paying a $100 fine, and she's going to be on probation for six months on a disorderly conduct charge, which apparently was a step down from the law neglect charge she was originally facing. She was originally facing a a much larger sentence for lawn neglect. She was arrested and put in jail because she wasn't watering her lawn often enough. And I just want to know, do we still live in a free country? Because I don't think so. It's not even close to being a free country. You know, it's quite clear that the message here, Mark, is that you don't own your property. The government owns your property, though you're the one that has to do all the upkeep work for it. You're
1: an indentured caretaker of your property.
0: We go to your phone calls here. Let's start things out with Ron in Louisiana. Ron, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Ron in Louisiana going once.
2: I'm I'm right here. Hey,
0: what's on your mind?
2: Well, you guys are way off base. Why is that? Well... That lady should have been tasered immediately and <laughs> when she was lying in convulsions in her yard, so they should have beat her in her unconsciousness and dragged her by the hair and threw her in the squad car and threw her in jail for a week or two.
0: You're right. They did well, go easy well, on her in comparison. Right. You know? That's a great call, man. Thanks for calling in tonight. 800-259-9231. I mean, that does seem to be how the cops tend to act, so maybe she should be feeling good, Mark. I mean, maybe she should be feeling relieved that they didn't smash her head against the the concrete. They do do seem
1: pretty quick to whip out the tasers. They did beat her up, though, a little bit. They roughed her up. There's no way to tell for sure. As I recall from this, there's no way to tell exactly for sure what happened. Um, Supposedly she fell down, is what the uh, cop reported. Yeah, well, we all know cops lie. But, you know, if you were trying to turn a woman around to put her put your put handcuffs on her or something like that you know an old woman like this could very well just fall down
0: we continue here let's talk to jerry in west virginia listening on wvts hey jerry
3: hey how, how are you guys doing great what's Good. on your mind well a couple of things quickly about the lady in utah we had a, a similar uh, incident happen here a few years ago an old couple uh, retired very nice people wouldn't hurt a fly Uh, There was some construction going on next door to them. The construction was illegal. Um, Mm. They did not have the proper permits to do that. And then when it rained, all of the mud that came off of this hill and flowed into their yard uh, against their property, into their basement, Mm. and they complained about it over and over. The problem was that the construction was tied to uh, some authorities in that town, and when uh, they called the police and the police said, well, there's nothing we can do about it because, you know, certain uh-huh. authorities in this town own that. Uh, uh-huh. they're,
4: they're,
3: they're standing out in the rain now talking to this uh, police officer who is not on their side in the least now. Right. And they have their umbrellas open. Both people are probably 73, 74 years old, man right. and wife.
1: Yeah, they don't intend to get rain done.
3: Right. And it's raining hard. The mud's coming down. The police can see it. And they tap the officer with their um, open umbrella, saying, now, you've got to do something. And he had them arrested for assault.
0: Oh, wow. And
3: and it went to court. They took each one uh, first. I think it was the wife first and then the husband. And uh, went to court, and it was thrown out of court, thank God.
0: Yeah, thank really? God. Oh, I'm really? Surpri- I'm actually kind of shocked that it was thrown out. I'm surprised they didn't throw the book at him for that one, because normally the government backs up its own.
3: Well, it was a very embarrassing situation, and the fact of the matter is, uh, at the time, I was a local talk show host mm-hmm. um, on the radio station that I'm listening to right now, by the way. Gotcha. And I uh, really made light of the incident, and the people uh, certainly did not deserve to be arrested for tapping a cop with an open umbrella. No. I mean, they didn't swing at him. They just tapped him with Right,
0: them. Like, hey, do something all. now, please. You know, that's why they called him out there, because they thought they were under the mistaken impression, and I understand most people are, they were under the mistaken impression that the police are there to serve and protect, but all right. they're there to do is serve the government and protect the state. And
3: you're absolutely right. You do, and I did not know this until I was probably 35 years old. You do not own anything in America. The government owns everything. The government owns your property. The government owns your vehicles. The government owns everything you have. Yep. You miss a property tax payment and see who owns your property. Yeah, You'll exactly. find out real
1: quick that, you do not, that we, you know, we don't have private property We're in anymore. We're serfs.
3: Right. We're just serfs. I have a quick question for you before I go. Yeah, Jerry. I've only been listening to your show now for off and on for the last couple of months, maybe. And I just heard one of you guys say that you had been in prison for nine months.
1: Nine years. Nine years. Yeah, that's me, Mark.
3: Okay, can you please tell, and I'll hang up. Can you, I'm sure you've probably told a thousand people, <laughs> uh, or I should say a thousand times. Can you please tell us, uh, what, drugs?
1: No, no, I, I had a murder charge. I, oh, a murder charge! Yeah, I um, oh. I happened to be around. I was in the immediate vicinity of somebody who got killed, and I uh. I lied to the police about it. Um, I tried to protect my uh, co-defendant. You are a dumb kid. Yeah, I really was. And um, really, really dumb. And I tried to protect this guy. And then, uh, you know, he had the opportunity to uh, turn state's evidence on me after I'd been caught in a couple of lies. I mean, why wouldn't they give, uh, give him the opportunity? So he decided to share some of that uh, little life sentence of his. And he got his reduced to 30 years. He's back in prison now, um, you know, because that's the sort of guy yeah. he is. But So uh, how
3: old are you now, like 29?
1: 36. 30- seven. Oh, okay. So But
3: you were you were fairly young, I think. Yeah, it. I was
1: seventeen years old. Wow. Yep. There Here you go, wow. Jerry. The big mess. I'm so sorry on. I did thank
0: it. you Bye. for the call, dude. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. continuing with Scott in Indianapolis listening on WXNT. Hey Scott. Scott in Indy. Hello.
5: Hey, how are you doing? What's on your mind? Well I was just curious. One of you closed off right before your last commercial break Stating that if people are that concerned with their lawn, they need to lo- move someplace that has lawn rules, and isn't that if exactly what this little old lady's neighbors did? Moved someplace that evidently has
1: rules pertaining to well, the lawn. That's not the exactly what I. Decided... Uh, that's not exactly what I said. And he um, meant a deed restriction Let me clear name. it up. Well, no, actually, I, I'd said a place where people, um, you know, signed a piece of paper where they deed understood that. Um, so you know a deed restriction, you sign a contract that says you know yeah I'm gonna live in this little community. We're all gonna um, you know follow our little rules and that kind of thing. Zoning is arbitrarily come up with by city bureaucrats whom none of us really you know have much say in who gets elected. Um, you know it's gonna be one or the other, and very few people vote in these elections. It's it's never a majority of the town.
0: Right. The rules can change next year too. They can change them any old time they want to. Whereas a deed restriction, they
1: can't do it that way. And it's a smaller oh. it's a smaller area too just a, a blanket statement this whole town
0: right. this woman is 70 years old there's a good chance that she moved into that area when she was you know 35 it could be and stayed there for her whole lives and that you know that rule could be uh new as of the last 10 years and even so nobody and i mean nobody goes and reads all the zoning rules before they decide to move somewhere so uh so the point here is that uh, deed restriction should be the solve to this problem not arbitrary government rules and
1: and uh, another advantage is that uh, a deed restriction doesn't use the violence um that uh government is. Uh, You know, no cop's going to come to your house if you violate your deed restriction rules. They're just going to put a lien on your property.
0: There you go, Scott. Thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Still on the way here, uh, we've got Jeff, Charles, Robin, all kinds of uh, calls, topics, whatever you want to talk about goes if you make the call. This is your show, the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. The toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231. Still interested in hearing from someone who seriously wants to defend the government, for arresting and jailing a 70-year-old woman for not watering her lawn. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231, the Sickles CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. And by the way, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, go shopping with us at the Free Talk Live store. Just head over over to store.freetalklive.com to buy all kinds of great Free Talk Live branded merchandise, like the Free Talk Live t-shirts, hats, hoodies, all kinds of different brands, colors. Naturally, we have different sizes as well. Great quality merchandise. We did not scrimp. We did not chintz out on the quality level here. So go and take a look and place your order at store.freetalklive.com. Your mattress was likely manufactured using all kinds of disturbing chemicals. Does that bother you? It bothers some scientists, especially in the case of young children. Savvy Rest mattresses are made of 100% natural latex rubber, organic wool, and organic cotton. Try their crib mattresses, too. SavvyRest.com for the sleep you've been dreaming of. That's SavvyRest.com. It doesn't really seem like we're living in a free country anymore when a 70-year-old woman can be arrested and jailed for not watering her lawn often enough. Well, um, I don't think you can use uh that one instance to say it's no we're no longer free. Oh, well there's plenty of instances. Right. This is I, just the newest most obvious
1: one. I, you know, we you know, it is it is a new and obvious uh instance. I mean and if
0: it were if it wasn't obvious to you before, then it should be obvious to you now. And I guess um the next
1: question you have to uh to ask is um if you don't believe that we live in a police state, what is it going to take Ooh, to that's convince you? A, that is a good question. If um a little old lady being uh tossed to the ground, that might be an exaggeration, handcuffed and uh, charged with not maintaining her lawn properly. If that's not a police state, then what is?
0: We've got checkpoints, uh, lots of checkpoints around. Maybe you haven't gotten caught in one yet, but uh, the guy over at CheckpointUSA.org has posted a new video on his YouTube account of him encountering yet another one of these uh, these suspicionless checkpoints where they just wholesale pull everybody to the side of the road and and demand to know what citizenship they are, what country they were born in. Uh, So they've got those kind of checkpoints. We reported on a story early this week about a particular sheriff in Georgia that has decided to set up, as he terms it, military-like checkpoints in one particular neighborhood where there's a known drug house in order to just shake down every single individual that happens to be driving through that street. So I think that's a great question, Mark. If you don't think... The United States has become a police state. Then, what would what's going to take? What's it going to take to convince you? Yeah. What is your uh, What is your onus of criteria? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. If you'd like to answer that question, in the meantime, we continue with your phone calls. It's Robin in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Hello, Robin. Robin. Hello. Hey there.
6: Yes. Yes, I am. You've been to prison, so you understand fully that it was, that the hundred dollars was the best part of that deal. Because now she's got six months of probation fees at 40 to $50 a month.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
6: <laughs> so, I mean, you know, and that's what it's all about anyway, isn't it the money?
1: It is all about the money. It does seem to be. It, it, you it, know, they, it they've is. got an industry uh, behind uh, incarcerating people. You know, there's a, there's a great deal of people in the United States uh, who are employed in the industry of watching convicts, caring for convicts, uh, you know, watching probationers, all that stuff, and... You've got to pay that somehow. We incarcerate more of our citizens than any nation in the world does. That's more people incarcerated than they have in China where the population is like four times what it is here. Wow. Yeah.
6: And let's not forget while she's on probation, she cannot have any firearms or anything, any means of defending herself either. So
1: that, that's, that much is true. I can't own a firearm, period. I mean, I've got a wife and a family. I've been uh, out of prison well. D- almost shoot. a decade yeah a decade now yep. um i haven't you know i haven't been arrested for anything i can't defend my family i mean i live out in the country anything could happen once a criminal always a criminal son yeah uh, god yeah, knows they're... i mean you know I, I i where's the path of bodies <laughs>
6: well what what a better way to round up uh all the firearms, if we make everybody a criminal, huh? Yeah, there you
0: go. Just give everybody a felony conviction, and uh, then you can take everyone's guns away, right?
6: Yeah.
0: Thanks yep. Thanks for the call well, tonight, thank dude. Thank you. Thanks, Robin. 800 259 9231. You bring up anything. We go to the AMP Line, Jeff, in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live with the end of March. Okay. Hey, what's yes, on your I'm mind? Here.
7: Yes, I'm here. I like to switch topic a little bit. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I went to a bank uh, yesterday, and basically, I went there to get my a document notarized. And a month ago, I ordered a debit card. It never came in. So I I said, can you notarize this document? Oh, by the way, what happened to my debit card? So she asked for my ID, and I gave her the ID. And the ID is now a different state from what I originally opened with. So you understand the story so far? So you
0: opened your account. You gave her a different ID than you originally gave when you opened the account.
8: Right. Okay. Okay.
7: So she starts pulling up my information, and she notices all this information has changed. And then before I know it, she starts copying everything off my ID and asking for my email address, my phone. And I say, hey, hey, I don't want to give you any information. I mean, you already got my information. That's good enough. You just need it to access my account. Why do you need to enter all this information? And she say, oh, it's part of the Patriot Act.
0: Oh, boy. This yep. is
7: uh, it's required by law. And I said, oh, really? So show me this Patriot Act. <laughs> and so I don't have
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, anytime you ask to see the law, show me these rules that you're talking about, these rules that you're enforcing. And I don't know what rules banks are required to, uh, to, to abide by because of, of the Patriot Act, but I can imagine that they are legion. Um, I'm, I'm sure that she was telling you the truth. I don't know, but... You know, nobody. It, it's you know, they're just told, oh yeah, that's the
0: rule, and well, they've just been given instruction as to what they're supposed to do, and it's. You know, well, she's
7: being a uh, you know an, an F card, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, she and, doesn't uh, want to lose her job, you know, and that's her job is to get all that information, and she she understands that if she doesn't follow those rules, that she could get uh, she could be brought up on federal charges. So she's probably my, scared to
7: death. My question is, does she have the right to just beginning? You're going to copy my stuff off my ID without my permission.
0: You gave I mean, her I, the ID. I mean, yeah, she could take whatever information she wants off of there, I think.
7: But I gave her the ID to to get that account, not to record stuff on her database. You know what I mean? Well,
1: I can see that banks, um, any any uh, company is going to want updated information. Many companies uh, like to keep track of their customers so that they can better serve them. Supposedly, um, you know, usually it means so that you, they can continue uh, junk mail. But uh, you know, the uh, I I think that I have to agree. You know, you gave her the uh, the ID. You know, she the ID presents information. She was just getting that information off there. I don't see a problem with
0: it. Well, and also now you know that these banks they really have been tied down ever further. I mean, they were pretty heavily restricted and regulated by the, the feds in, in the beginning just for the, uh, the you know under the the auspices of enforcing the war on drugs there was a lot of privacy violations going on as a result of that and now they've taken it to the extreme with this patriot act and all their requirements so the, you know, these people are just victims as well of these government rules and regulations. They're scared to death. They're, not gonna, they're certainly not going to violate them, and uh, odds are good if you hadn't given her the ID, then you wouldn't have been able to move forward with whatever, whatever no, it was you were trying to right.
7: do. Right. No, that's exactly my point. Is what if I say, okay, you want more information? Forget it. I'm going to cancel my account right now because I don't want to give any more information. It's my right to keep my information to myself.
0: Who knows? At that point, they might tell you, well, you've already handed over your ID. I mean, would that be after you handed over the ID you decide that? Both. They might just say they might just say something like, well, Patriot Act requires that we get your information before we cancel your account, because then you're suspicious. It's, I, I, w- I would say that that's a fine thing to say. Um, They'd probably know. fill out a suspicious activity report on you as well, which is something you might want to look into. Uh, and, Jeff, thanks for the call tonight. Suspicious activity report, uh, as well as cash transaction report. If you're interested in learning about banks and how they work uh, and some of the c- behind-the-scenes goings-on, uh, the suspicious activity report usually has to do with people that are making deposits. For instance, they have uh, they have a, a cash transaction report threshold, I think, of $10,000. So I've heard of that. If you come in with over $10,000 in cash and you deposit it, then they have to fill out a cash transaction report. But if you come in with $9,000 in cash, they don't fill out a CTR. But if you come in with $9,000 one day and come in with $9,000 the next day and come in with $9,000 the next day... Well, presuming you've used the same teller all three times and presuming they're paying attention to your deposits, it's not necessarily the same teller. One teller can look and see, huh, 9000 here, 9000 there. That's suspicious. Yeah. And the reason why it's suspicious is because it's called structuring. And the reason why it's called structuring is because of the money laundering laws that, again, were put in place to allegedly catch gangsters and drug dealers. But what usually happens is that innocent people... Get caught up in these laws. Well, I, I don't know about
1: usually, um, but certainly innocent people do get caught up in them. Well, of course, a lot, the lot of the gangsters and drug st- drug dealers do know these laws. Whereas exactly. Innocent people don't. But if you were doing, if you were structuring in the manner that you said, likely you would be somebody who knows the rules, and you're either trying to dodge taxes in some way or something like that. Now, I'm not saying that dodging taxes is a, is a bad thing. I I think that uh, you know, I know that the founding fathers were tax dodgers. Um, you know. The brave and patriotic men. Exactly.
0: 1-800-259-9231. On the way here, Chris, Joyce, Samuel, Bill, all on the line. Alex, all coming up here. If you hang through the news, we will get to your calls. And you, as always, can bring up whatever you want to talk about. And again, the question is still on the table that Mark asked earlier. If you don't think the United States is a police state, what would it take to make you believe that it is? Hour two's coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever you want toll-free. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. As we launch in hour number two, it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Unlike those other radio talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing their websites, we give it all for free, so enjoy freetalklive.com. We roll right back into your phone calls. Ladies first, we talk to Joyce in Wisconsin. Joyce, you're on Free talk Live. Hello, hey. Joyce.
9: Hi, this is Joyce.
0: Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
9: Well, um, my husband wrote a book called Survive Martial Law, and the reason he wrote it was because, and I'm really nervous.
0: That's all right, it's radio. It's just You're just talking to myself and my mm-hmm. co-host Mark here. There's no one else listening.
9: Oh yeah, right. And so um so you wrote this book and the reason he wrote it was because he did some research and he found out nobody is talking about the inevitable, which is what they're gonna do when the government implements martial law.
0: Yeah, it really almost does seem like a matter of when, not if, because, I mean, they've got all the groundwork laid. They have pretty much gotten rid of posse comitatus, which is uh, is an 1800s-era law that prohibits the federal government from using the military for policing actions. That's been uh, pretty much eradicated. I don't know if it was the Military Commissions Act or the Defense Authorization Act. It was some piece of legislation that just gutted that. Uh, So pretty much, yeah, they can now use the military for policing purposes in America and uh, they're just probably just waiting for an excuse to do so. What? Uh, I mean, the Patriot Act was passed uh, within days after
1: 9-11. They couldn't have written all those oh, pages. Oh, it was already ready. Yeah, yeah it was ready, ready to go. go.
0: So uh, it's a great point. What are some of the, uh, the key points that uh, your husband touches on in the book?
1: The point is that they're
9: going to do it, and he gives lots of proof that they're going to do it, and that his background is that he taught it down in Central America in two different countries, and he tells how to act around troops, what to do when they come to the door, what you should have, what you shouldn't have, uh, where you should store your food, why you should have food.
0: Um, Interesting. Now, what, n- normally we don't let people just call in and plug things, but I'll let you give another plug uh, for the book. What's I'm, it not called?
9: Trying, I'm not trying to plug I know, it. that's Literally, what I'm saying. Whatever, I'll let that. you get another one
0: in. What, what, what's the name of it again?
9: It's it's called survive martial law.
0: Survive mm-hmm. martial law. All right, and survive what's your husband's martial
9: name? Uh, oh, you got your own Har- website.
0: Mm-hmm. There yeah, you go. Harold Williams. Very yeah. cool. Thanks for the clue tonight, Joyce. We appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. You know, it never hurts to be prepared. If it never happens, great. I hope it never does. But if it does, wouldn't hurt to have an AK forty seven on hand. Some you know gold Krugerrands, maybe some silver. <laughs> Liberty bury them out in the backyard canned food you gotta have a little can- I mean canned food's not a bad idea anyway right it's not a bad idea to have a, a rifle in the, in the house all these things are generally good ideas you don't have to go overboard necessarily
1: it's against the law for me to own a firearm I don't know what I'm gonna do
0: well at that time everything is going to be against the law Mark, so I don't think it'll matter let's go to the phones and talk to Chris listening on 943 WSC. hey Chris Chris in South Carolina going once Chris hey how are you doing hey what's on your mind
10: well, basically, I had a, a response to a comment you made before maybe the, the previous break, and it was basically that um, the United States is headed for a police state and saying that, uh, that we have more people in the prison system than China and their population is greater. I mean, think mm-hmm. about it, though. China, they kill their prisoners. We're pretty kind to ours. A guy makes one mistake in business and he's executed in China. They don't keep
1: a Do you, a lot do you have an alive. example of that? I mean, I, I, I we people say all yeah, kinds like the, of things.
10: Yeah, like several guys who um, were responsible for the the lead being in certain toys. Those and guys committed the, the suicide.
1: Those guys are, uh, you know, according to the news, those guys committed suicide. You may very well speculate that the Chinese government went and killed those people that were involved in the Mattel um, lead paint. Uh, well, but, according but, to
10: the the Fox News site, they got the death penalty. They received the death penalty for that.
0: Uh, look, I read the news all the time, and oh, no, uh, I've heard of, I've heard that they got the death penalty too. So I'll back Chris up on this one. But I I would like to point out though, Chris, that we've also we are also aware that China has work prisons where they will put people in prison and then have them work in fact. As what are essentially slaves uh, So why would they want to kill their slaves
10: Well they Obviously they're Definitely using a workforce that You know to To counteract our own and you know of, of course I mean those those things are You know reprehensible To force people to work for But I definitely Don't feel that This country is headed for a police State if anything it's it's Things are too out of control, and we need to take a step back. For example, I lived in a horrible neighborhood when I first moved to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I was more terrorized by the drug dealers and drug users in that neighborhood, and I would really have liked for there to be a checkpoint of some police. Uh, it, it, the police never could come into that area Unless they were in force, it was so bad.
0: you do understand that uh, that you know cracking down on drugs doesn't actually accomplish your desired ends, and the real solution, as we discussed last week on the Saturday show, is to re legalize drugs that way it can go now, back into the legitimate marketplace
10: are you talking about relegalize? what what drugs all, all drugs cocaine, sir. Cra- okay so yeah. here's my crack cocaine was with, created
1: by the war on drugs just so just so we 're clear
10: here's my issue with that
0: all right what is people it?
10: People don't have a great deal of self-control. Um, if you tell someone something's okay, the people go into it five times harder. No, than not. I, I think you, on, you, you wait, wait, Before you
1: go on, you, you realize that there's no law that prevents you from drinking bleach, right? So, are we telling people that it's okay to drink bleach?
10: Well, the thing, the the effect of drinking, if, you, if you're comparing the effect of drinking bleach to using crack, you might be more right than you think because both of them are going to kill you, but. The, let's talk about alcohol
0: yeah let's the talk about drinking, it
10: alcohol is horrible for your body and brain and mm. i personally don't like to know that i'm out in public with people that are you know met, becoming more and more mentally unstable using an it, it's a depressant using yeah. a drug like that i'm not in favor of that so
0: are you a so, prohibitionist then do you want to bring alcohol well, prohibition back I, you,
10: I absolutely would love if people would just basically take a step away from drugs, take a step away from alcohol, and start dealing with reality on its terms instead of altering the reality chemically in their own head.
1: But, But controlling people's behavior is very difficult, and you can't really do it without guns and prisons. Do you understand that? I mean you can't you can't wish that somebody's going to um You advocate. can persuade, you, you can, can try to persuade. You can try. you can put commercials on the air or something like that, but you know That as,
10: I would advocate. It, I'm not I'm not in favor of control. I want people to be educated and know okay, that it's not so, good for your brain. So we'll
1: put anti-heroin commercials on on the radio and then you'll agree with legalizing. Then we can
0: re-legalize it, right? Mm,
10: not exactly, because I have one other point <laughs> to make about that. With, with with regards to the way that people get into things, people become addicted and not just physically but mentally mm-hmm. um, you know you'd have to agree that that let's say even if it isn 't a physical addiction, some people think you know i can 't talk to a girl unless i've had a couple of drinks if it 's not physical, it's mental well all the a lot of the crime basically has a lot to do with the fact that people need money for drugs
0: that's so true right
10: now right now drugs are are i suppose not all that expensive because oh yes, they you know are. but.
0: No, actually, right, drugs okay. are probably about three to five thousand times more expensive than they really necessarily need to be, and the reason for that is because they're illegal, and therefore each middleman that has uh, you know that puts their hands on the drugs has to make it worth their while because they're risking arrest and risking uh, decades in prison for for doing that business and so therefore they have to increment the the amount up that they that they charge by a significant amount and so each middleman is you know it keeps increasing the price until it finally gets to the end user where it's actually relatively expensive i mean for instance it doesn't cost a lot of money to go and buy uh, you know, a 12-ounce bag of unrolled tobacco, but try buying 12 ounces of marijuana and see what you're going to pay. I mean, you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of dollars versus... And tobacco is harder
1: to grow than marijuana.
0: Right. So uh, drug prices are drastically inflated by the black market. That's why people have to do uh, to do violence in order to get the money for them. If they were re-legalized, they'd be available in the legitimate marketplace where real competition can happen, and uh, they'd be much cheaper than they are today, and therefore no one would have to... That's Rob anybody or beat anybody up.
10: See, I don't agree with that. I do still think that teenagers steal from their parents, teenagers would steal from people to get the money. Even if it was $5, I know that they would because an addiction takes that kind of role in your life. It becomes well, that seems important. to be more of a okay, problem. So,
1: uh, now, now, maybe uh, I'll, I'll give you that. T- teenagers, certainly, there are, there are them out there that steal f- to get uh, cigarettes, but, um, you know, pilfering a couple of bucks out of mom's purse is something completely different than sneaking into someone's house at night, slitting their throat to take whatever valuables you can find.
0: Let's bring Chris so back. We, Chris, I want to bring you back for more of this. It's a good discussion. Hang on. We will hold you through here. 800 259 It's important to talk about these issues because so many people they just don't understand this war on drugs and how it affects their lives and the the truth about drug abuse in america and the uh, the war that is totally ineffective it's really just a war on our friends and family members more on the way this is free talk live This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the uh, toll-free number, 800-259-9231. And you can bring up whatever you want. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. That Sakel CAI toll-free line is 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You want to find out the latest about Free Talk Live when it happens? Get on the updates list. It's free, of course. Go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list. That is updates.freetalklive.com. And SACL CAI has a full orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy. So your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI. We continue, uh, Chris. Hung on very patiently back uh, on ws uh, wSC in South Carolina Chris you're back on free talk live
10: hey guys basically where we left off was we were talking about you know drugs I guess basically becoming legalized yes re legalized
0: because um, they were legal in the past and everything was fine then we made them the government made them illegal right, when the temperance,
1: bi- when the temperance movement swept the nation and um, you know Alcohol prohibition came around. Basically, drug prohibition came around at the same time. It's just that we le- re legalized alcohol. We have not yet re legalized the rest of the uh, mind altering substances.
0: Out Go ahead there. with your point, though.
10: Well, my point is basically I believe that people just really aren't mentally equipped
11: to use drugs.
10: First of all, there's so many chemical reactions going on in your mind at any given time to add some on your own. You're not a physician, not a great idea and now no,
0: before on, you just go on i mean of, clearly yeah. we've good, we're giving you plenty of time to talk here i'm just curious i mean mm-hmm. on your first point that people aren't mentally equipped while it may be true that there are some people that can't handle drugs it's certainly not true that all people are that way i myself would be one example uh, as a matter of fact have you ever tried drugs
10: you know i have never taken an illegal drug and i don't hmm, god drink. bless
0: you have you ever you've never drank
10: I have drinking, and I actually don't like the feeling that it gives me. like uh, I think really quickly, uh, you know, kind of on the fly. I feel my mind slowing down, and I don't enjoy that feeling. I
0: have to say myself, I don't prefer the uh, the drunken feeling uh, either. I, I'm with you on that one, but I have smoked more marijuana than I could possibly count uh, in so many so many instances, and it is not at all in any in any way, shape, or form negatively affected my life at all. And nor has it affected negatively any of the people that I know that smoke marijuana. Believe it or not, uh, the the sort of the, the image that you get from perhaps maybe hollywood and especially the anti drug commercials is that everybody that smokes marijuana is just a dumb stoner and they're <laughs> really stupid they're not motivated yeah they're not motivated they don't do anything they're a bunch of losers and i'm sorry it's just not true sir i've known doctors i've known lawyers i've known business executives you're one of the most motivated people i know yeah i mean i own this show this is my program i've been the you know the the impetus behind this program for years and i've been smoking marijuana for over a decade uh so i mean I've, not only that i've I've done you know mushrooms i've probably done uh m d m a uh, you might have you might know it as ecstasy probably at least ten times in my life uh I'm sorry to tell you this, but you've been lied to about drugs. the government has lied to you
10: well i, I well actually then I, I guess my mother was too she was a substance abuse counselor and I, and I've seen a lot of human tragedy people that are addicted to drugs and and their lives are
4: Disintegrated.
10: Absolutely.
1: And, now, before you go on, my wife is a drug treatment counselor, and it's, you know, part of our marriage agreement that uh, I will remain monogamous and that I won't use any illegal drugs. And, you know, I smoked marijuana now and then before we got married. It's not that big of a deal one way or the other to me. But, um, I, you know, it's, it's the alcohol. You understand that alcohol is far more dangerous than any other drug out there, and that's the one that's legal. I mean, if, if you want to see destroyed lives, go to an AA meeting. Well, and I, it, I, it, and, and I it's the destruction. It's it's actually the illegality is most of this destruction behind a lot of the drugs out there. That's what now, destroys people's that, lives. That will, so that's what breaks up families.
10: That I can't agree with. When people get the 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 go ahead, like it's okay. Look how hard people are into alcohol. They've got the go ahead. Well, it's a huge problem
1: alcohol was far more widespread um before drugs were uh, made illegal drugs and alcohol were made illegal than any other of the mind altering substances out there i don't think you can make a case um that relegalizing the rest of these drugs is going to make them as pervasive as no. alcohol in
0: fact you can't make the case in fact statistics alcohol
1: are... alcohol's far more social than any other um substance out there and, and you've got a lot of lonely people in the world
0: well, now hold on a second, yep. Mark. Because you can't. Uh, you're, not only can you not make the case that re-legalizing drugs would drastically increase their usage, you, also the statistics bear uh, bear out against that. If you look at the numbers, you'll find that prior to drugs being made illegal, it was about one percent of the the uh, population that uh, that was used that would, was using hard drugs. And you find that about one percent of the population today, even though drugs are illegal, uses hard drugs. Uh, while it is true that there might be a slight spike, hang on, Chris. Before. While it is mm-hmm. true there might be a slight spike in usage once drugs are relegalized, evidence also shows that once drugs have been relegalized and a little bit of time goes by, usage actually drops. In the Netherlands, for instance, where marijuana is far more tolerated and semi-legal compared to what it is uh, here in America. Teenagers in the Netherlands use marijuana drastically less than teenagers in sur- in the surrounding countries in Europe. And that's because that it no longer has the forbidden fruit aspect. You know, the fact is it's sexy. It's cool to break the rules. It's, you know, it's something that kids want to do because they're not supposed to. But if it's all right, if it's legal, then it's not as sexy. It's not as attractive. attractive. So I'm sorry, you know, the statistics and reality just don't back up what you're saying, Chris.
10: Well, can't exactly say how can we how can we say what statistics are until it's done i mean evidence Well, there is
0: no evidence in the United States. It's speculative. No, the evidence, the 1% 1 number that I'm citing is for the United States. And besides, that's just just aside from everything else. The real issue is personal freedom, Chris. The real issue is that you aren't making people's lives better. These addicts and the tragedy, the personal tragedy stories you're talking about, I've seen them too. I know exactly what you're talking about. The fact is, putting those people in jail cells doesn't make their life better, and forcing them into treatment that they may not be ready to accept also doesn't make their lives better. Well, that's just jail.
1: Well, uh, Because well. they're going to they're gonna buck the treatment, and then what, then what do you do with somebody that tries to
0: escape from a treatment center? E- either way, th- th- it's a personal freedom issue. Let's let people decide for themselves how to run their lives. People inevitably are going to make mistakes, but that's okay. Let them have the freedom to that. learn from those mistakes
10: we're not talking exactly about, like, making a mistake like riding your bike without the training wheels and crashing into a bush. We're talking about, like, when is it okay to interact with someone that is high, out of their mind on heroin or crack or cocaine, I don't need that. It's oh. not safe for me. It goes against. It, it infringes on my liberty if I'm driving around with a bunch of people that are not in their right mind. Now we're what not talking
1: about operating motor vehicles while high. You understand that, right? Like that's against well, the law to um, operate a motor vehicle while drunk, but it's not against the law to drink alcohol. It would be against the law to operate a motor vehicle while high, but not against the law to use the drug. Right, that the gets fact you
0: high. is, most heroin users they want to lay down after they've done their heroin. Thanks for the call tonight, Chris. Calls again sometime. It's been a great conversation, but there have been other people waiting. 800-259-9231. It's just an issue of freedom. That's really all it's about. And the fact is, the uh, the drug war has been an abject failure. You can look at it from that aspect, too. You can look at it from the uh, conservative aspect of it's cost way too damn much money. It costs us all kinds of money. Billions. Billions. It hurts hurts the people like me that don't do them. Right. It hurts everybody. The war on drugs is a war on our friends and our family members. It is a sickness... It's a plague on this country, and it needs to end. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. The live Saturday edition. Toll-free number for you, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. And they include live streams. Uh, We've got a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version both there waiting for you for free. Freetalklive.com. How would you like to lose up to
1: 25 pounds in just nine days without permanently changing your diet? You can check out this amazing doctor-recommended product. Go to FTLDiscount.com. You can read some real testimonials about this cleanse, and you can find out how to order. It's FTLDiscount.com.
0: All right, we continue with your phone calls about whatever you want to talk about. Let's talk to Alex in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live, Alex. Hello, Alex. Alex, how are you? Hey, what's on your mind?
8: Cool, you guys getting me okay? Yes, sir. All right. Um. First, I wanted to talk about the drug war thing really quick. Um. Uh, first of all, I actually got my my mother mother's sixty five to oppose the drug war really on one of the grounds of the fact that my mother hates communists and one of the way that communists down in South America get their funding is through the sale of illegal drugs. And, yeah, that's true. And A lot th-
0: of drug profits are going to some very unsavory characters.
8: Right. And if if you just tell someone, of the, uh, at least it works for my mom, that, you know, there are a lot of bad people, a lot of bad organizations out there getting their money from illegal drugs, and if you transfer that from, you know, the communists to the, the pockets of a corporation or a private entity – it it automatically becomes a more positive thing for, you know, maybe the global society or whatever.
0: Absolutely, because, um, you know, people that are making heroin today, I mean, the government is right about one thing when it comes to the war on drugs, and that is that a lot of the drug money, a lot of the illicit drug money is going to terrorist organizations, uh, and the answer is to not crack down on drugs. The answer is to re-legalize them. That way, the money goes to American businessmen and American businesswomen. Well, at one, one time, goons. the money was
1: the money for alcohol during prohibition was going to gangsters and ruffians. Um, you know, and now, now it goes now, to Budweiser. Now it goes to uh, businesses and, and and supplies jobs for people. Yep,
8: exactly. And another thing, I think the most important point I always make in almost every libertarian argument is, is, and I think with Chris, the last caller. Is I'd like to tell Chris is who does he think owns my life except myself? And one of the most important things of owning someone's life is the ownership of their mind. And if you can control what goes on in your mind, then you might as well not control your own life. And and I think it's very important to state in libertarian circles or in libertarian arguments that what's most important is is self ownership and. Who owns you? Do you believe that you own yourself, or do you believe that someone else owns you, know, you? And I believe I own myself and therefore have control over my mind, and the only time that you know harm should be used against me is if I have initiated or threatened to initiate that against another individual, and that's very important, you know,
0: Right, and, and well, he no. was touching on the end of his call, and Alex, thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate it, 800-259-9231. Chris was pointing out at the very end of his call that, well, you know, if you get behind the wheel and you're high on crack and that endangers his liberty and he's right about that if you are a dangerous driver i don't care what the reason is you are putting other if you're putting others in danger then you should be removed from the road but i don't care if the reason is that you're high on crack if you're three sheets to the wind drunk or if you're driving while tired or if you're you know arguing with your uh, you know the, the kids in the back seat any one of those can cause a very dangerous situation on the road. And I think dangerous driving should be what the issue is, not necessarily the substances that the uh, driver has ingested. Because it, it, to me, someone driving while tired is as dangerous as a drunken driver. I mean, that is incredibly dangerous, but there's no driving while tired charge while there is a driving while under the influence charge. That seems to be a, a, a problem to me. Especially um, it, the the sort of way that we
1: uh, arbitrarily decide what under the influence is. Um, oh yeah. Now I I think that I absolutely think that careless and reckless driving are uh, you know those are those are good charges. If somebody's in fact driving careless or driving recklessly, they should be removed from the road. But
0: seems to me it's the cops that are 0. normally doing
1: 0. that. Point zero eight alcohol level. This is what constitutes. Drunk, you know. Now, I, you know, I've I've driven home by braille. I can admit, you know, I'll certainly admit it. But there's other times I've probably been at point zero nine that I'm certainly not of the opinion that I was a danger on the road, especially in Florida, especially in Venice, Florida, where everyone's great grandparents live and they drive. Driving while ninety. Yeah, driving while ninety. They they drive these Lincolns that they should have bumper car uh, tubes around. I mean, the (laughs) way that they turn left from the right lane and right from the left lane. I tell you, I don't miss that much about living up here in New
0: Hampshire. <laughs> you can bring up anything. We continue with your phone calls. It is Samuel in Iowa. You're on Free Talk Live. Samuel.
9: Hey, you
11: guys. Uh, I had originally called in. I wanted to talk about illegal immigration, but okay. uh, you guys have been talking about the whole issue of the government being a police state, potentially. Yes, sir. And I'm hanging out with my friends here, and I was actually... We were thinking about this issue. One time we were hanging out here, and the cops had actually gotten into my apartment complex. Whoa. And they were going door to door, knocking on doors of people who were having loud parties, telling them to be quiet. And we were just wondering, like, for example, even if we have the door locked, if they knock on the door, do we have to answer?
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. In fact, Barry Cooper from NeverGetBusted.com recommends, and he's a former uh, law enforcement officer, former narc officer, he recommends not even answering the door in any cases when it comes to the cops uh, coming up and knocking on your door, because all they're going to do is hunt around for something to arrest you on or something to write you a ticket for. That's what they do. They're not there to help got, you. I think if you've got loud music going and uh, you know there's clearly people dancing
1: through the windows and that kind of thing, you might...
0: You, you, turn the you music might, down. You
1: might, well, you might cause yourself more problems um, simply by ignoring them. And uh, there's
0: no problem that could be caused there. They'd have to go and get a warrant or something in that case if they wanted to continue to harass you. Uh, but if they're just knocking on your door and you know it's a cop, if you're cranking music, we'll turn it down. That way, the cop will go away eventually because uh, he's, he's not going to be able to get a warrant some, uh, if there's nothing
1: happening. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Perhaps a uh, sort of mid-level step to uh, keep them from going ballistic on you is to
0: they're step, not going to bust in your door
1: the door and just and talk to them there.
0: That's better. If you feel the need to open the door to the police, you absolutely should step outside. Do not ever invite the police into your home, because that's when they start sniffing around even more than they would uh, otherwise. But the fact is, if you ignore the cops when they're at your front door, if they don't have any warrant in their hands, there's no way they're going to be kicking your door in. You've got nothing to be afraid of in that case. Now, that's not legal advice. It's just what I've heard from Barry Cooper at NeverGetBusted.com and I trust Barry. He's a good guy.
11: All right, well, so what we're curious about is that whole issue. If they're banging on the door and saying, you know, we're going to knock this door down unless Mark takes off his shirt, what are we <laughs> supposed to do? He's never going to take off his shirt. What are we going to do?
0: You know what? Mark, one of these days, I think, will. In fact, you did it once in the studio, didn't you? I, I, well, I just happened to take it For the shirt. camera. Yeah. Yeah, so if you were watching the cam over at cam.freetalklive.com, you might see it happen again. But great call, dude. Thanks for it. 800 I am a beautiful man. We continue. It's Bill in Oklahoma. You're on Free Talk Live. Bill. Bill? Good night. Hello?
6: Yes, guys. How you doing?
0: What's Good. on your mind?
11: Well, um, it's funny that you bring up Barry Cooper and what you should do when the cops come, because I have a funny story about cops um taking in a bunch of kids to jail. All right. Uh, Friday, which was yesterday, uh, was supposed to be a scheduled snow day for Oklahoma City government schools. Unfortunately, because of the uh, the past um, freeze uh, storms that we had here, uh, the the uh, school district decided that that's no longer a snow day that all children have to, uh, apply, uh, to report to their government master teachers. Mm, or well, else, there was a, or else, right? There were thirty-two students who. This defiantly decided they were going to have a, a silent protest and have a barbecue instead
0: sounds like a good they time. Were. I'd rather be at the yeah. barbecue
11: well yeah, and uh well they they accomplished that goal they uh, They all went to a, a friend's house and uh, were in the backyard, having a good time, not disturbing anybody, uh having a barbecue uh, you know just hanging out and uh lo and behold, here come the cops oh, uh coming in without a warrant. Uh, marching their way to the backyard, rounding up all these 32 students and putting them in a school bus. Not to send them to school, but to send them to jail.
0: Wow. Who snitched them out? Uh, well, uh, the story gets even funnier. I want um, to know the rest. Hang on. 800-259-9231. Because I'm guessing they either advertised their little party and it got around to one of the school snitches or one of the neighbors did. Uh, maybe we'll find out the the full story here in moments from Bill in Oklahoma. 800-259-9231. Also on the line, Sean in New Jersey. Your calls as well. Ladies, if you dial in, you come first. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free. This is the live Saturday edition. It's in here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231 is the number. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line 800-800 two five nine ninety two thirty one and you can join us on our website at freetalklive dot com. The features there we give away So enjoy those on us. In fact, uh, if you like the program, you want to help support Free Talk Live, then become a Free Talk Live amplifier. As have done over 400 of our listeners, it's easy to do. Any major credit card, PayPal, money order. The idea is you send us 3 bucks a month, we take it in, turn it around, reinvest it into the show, get more radio stations on board, thereby spreading the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible. Uh, So if that sounds good to you, get signed up. And you'll get perks, too, like the Amp Only call-in line, Amp Only chat room, and forum, and more. All the details are there. I should also mention the Amp Only Shrine, our newest Shriner, which the Shrine of Female Listeners is open to everybody, uh, which is where we show off our lady listeners that have taken the time to send us their photos. Well, our newest Shriner has uh, included a couple of special photos that are only being released to the amplifiers on the Amp Only Shrine. So that's another perk, all right? You'll, get it. You'll only get it if you're an amplifier. So go to amp.freetalklive.com. Otherwise, everything on our website is totally free. So if you can't afford it, it's no big deal. You can enjoy our site for free. But if you can, we would really appreciate it. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Also, the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival is better known as Porkfest. It's happening June 9th through the 15th at Porkfest. You'll be able to see firsthand why Ron Paul loves New Hampshire and its activists, as well as expand your network of liberty-loving activists, businesses, and organizations. Discover new freedoms, new communities, and new beginnings. Learn more at porkfest.com. That's porcfes dot com. We go back to Bill in Oklahoma. Bill, you're telling us that there apparently was planned, at, uh, at one point at least, a snow day uh, there in, uh, w- where are you in Oklahoma anyway? Uh,
11: I'm close to Oklahoma City.
0: Okay, so in Oklahoma City there was a snow day planned, it had been announced, and then I guess at the last minute the government changed its mind and decided, no, not going to have a snow day after all, all youngsters must report to school. And turns out there was about thirty kids in high, thirty high school kids that had already made plans to have a, a barbecue on that particular day. So they decided, eh, screw government school, it's a waste of time anyway. We're gonna have our barbecue. So they did. And you said uh, it wasn't too long after they had started when the cops showed up, right?
11: Right. What happened? This is how they ended up getting caught, and this is kind of the hilarity of it. Uh, as you can imagine. Not all 30 students were congregated in the backyard. In fact, there were some on the side, and there was a couple migrating out in front. It just so happens that one of the bureaucratic cops was doing their patrols.
4: Oh, no. All two
11: kids standing outside and was getting curious. None of the kids were going to say anything, so the cops took it upon himself to park his little squad car, jump out, and go and find out for himself or herself. I'm not sure uh, which officer responded to the, the scene. Now, when they picked the, the children up and they sent them to a detention center, not school, uh, they informed their parents that there will be charges filed for truancy.
0: Against okay. the parents or the kids?
11: No, this is this is oh, this is great on both. Oh wow! There, they, uh, the the children will have punishments set forth by the school district and by uh, by a, a judge uh, at a set time. But when the parents face this same judge they're looking at attending a how to get your kid to go to school class <laughs> and a series of fines
0: this is disgusting
1: so all the kids there um at this event were um from the same school or was there was is there any chance that there were some homeschoolers there
11: i that i don't know um i'm assuming uh, from the report that i've seen on 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 this news networks uh that uh, they were all from the same school, public school system.
0: Hmm. You know, this is typical. This is what happens. Uh, and, and a lot of parents, I don't think they realize this until they happen to get caught up in a situation like this, that they somehow are responsible for the actions of their teenagers, who are certainly able to choose for themselves what they would like to do with their day, and in no way are in, in any way uh, being monitored by their parents when they leave for school. Uh, when I, I remember when I was in high school, there was a, a, a bus stop, that wasn't too far away from the school itself, there were several occasions when I just said, eh, I'm out of here, and I went and got on that bus, my parents would have no idea what I was up to in that particular case. Yet they would be responsible for my actions. They would be forced to go to some government make-work class where they have to attend for God knows how many hours, probably at least four hours of just droning nonsense about how to keep your kid in line. And what happens if the parents don't go to the class? Then what?
11: Probably jail would be my guess.
0: I bet you're um, right about that.
11: Uh, I do have a quick question, and I'll take this off the air. Um, I know that you guys haven't really talked about uh, the uh, the situation regarding uh, Romney uh, suspending his campaign, and there has been a lot of confusion uh, about, uh, about exactly what that constitutes as far as the Ron, the Ron Paul campaign. Now, I, I, I come to the understanding that if you suspend your campaign, that you have a freeze on your delegates, whereas if you drop out completely, those delegates are up for grabs. I was just wondering if you guys could briefly uh, educate me on exactly how this this is going to affect the ron paul
1: campaign i've i've heard uh, rumblings of what you 're talking about too, um, as far as uh, you know it freezing the delegates and that kind of thing but my understanding is it's different for de- Democrats and Republicans, and that basically um when you suspend your campaign as a Republican, you've dropped out. Really? It's a nice way to say you've dropped out. Huh. Um, and suspending your delegates, uh, I, I don't know that that's going to really do anything. These people are not obligated to vote for Romney. Um, you know, I mean, these are people. These delegates are people. They are not they pawns choose. on a chessboard. So, uh, yeah... Bromney's gone. Um, what do I think it means for Ron Paul? Uh, I don't know. So far, um, the the race is essentially McCain, Huckabee, and Ron Paul, and nobody is mentioning Huckabee or Ron Paul at this this point. The race might as well. I heard be Huckabee over.
0: mentioned as a possible vice president.
1: Yeah, the the race might as well be over as far as the news media is concerned. Well, Ron Paul now, has, how, has how Americans feel. I'm not sure.
0: Bill, thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate it. 800 9231 Ron Paul, of course, has announced this week that he is. Definitely not going to run on a third-party ticket, which I think is unfortunate. Uh, That's kind of disappointing. I'm not sure that third-party necessarily means not going to be on as an independent, but... Why would he do that? Because if he ran as an independent, then he'd have to go and get qualified on all 50 state ballots, and Mm -hmm. that costs millions of dollars on its own. The Libertarian Party is right now working for ballot qualification. They Mm -hmm. work very hard, and they spend a lot of money and time on getting on all 50 ballots around the country. So he would be able to leverage that if he would uh, jump on board with the Libertarian Party. I would say if Ron Paul's saying he's not going third party, he's not going independent either, because it'd it'd be even harder to do as an independent run. He'd have to spend all of his money on ballot qualification and wouldn't be able to do anything else with it. So that's disappointing, but hey, you know the Ron Paul campaign has still been an amazing phenomenon for the libertarian movement and it has brought a whole bunch of people into this movement and I think that on its own has been fantastic and so he's gonna continue on at least uh as as long as he possibly can in his current capacity. I guess one of the major reasons for not running on the third party ticket was had something to do with running for his congressional seat in Texas as well at the same time. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one uh is the number. Just another comment on Bill's story with the kids. Uh just it's it goes back To one of our callers earlier that pointed out, and rightfully so, that you don't own anything anymore. I mean, certainly not the big things. You don't own your house. Because if you don't pay property taxes, you'll find out the government's going to steal your house from you. You don't own your car if you don't pay the the registration fees or whatever. The government's going to steal your car from you. In fact, it, it appears, Mark, that you don't even own your children. In that if you don't send your kids to the government indoctrination camps or... If you maybe you've sent them to the private schools or you're homeschooling, but even in those cases, you have to get government's approval. You can't just go and homeschool your kids without filling out some government paperwork first. Uh, so the government would like you to believe they own your kids too, and it's just disgusting. You should. I mean, are, is this come as a, does this come as a shock to anybody out there? It leaves me speechless. I, I don't know. Let's continue with the calls. Sean in New Jersey. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Sean. Sean Hello. in New Jersey.
12: Hi. Uh, this is actually Prashant.
0: Uh, Prashant. Oh, Prashant.
12: Okay. Uh, this is regarding the caller who uh, called and said, like, it would be a violation of his liberty if uh, some crackhead gets behind the wheel and kills someone else. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, uh, I mean, I always was, like, you know, uh, anti-legalization stance, uh, until, like, one argument really convinced me, and that was from Murray Rothbard's book, For a New Liberty. Now, what he said in his book was that statistics show that if, uh, I mean, the African-American male teenagers who commit their first crime are prone to commit their second crime and the third crime with the probability of 80%. Now, does that mean that we should all, if we put all the African-American male teenagers who, commit, who have committed their first crime into the jail for their lifetime, the crime will come down significantly. Now, does that mean that we should put all those people in jail?
1: No, I, I, absolutely not. No, you...
12: That's the that's whole point. Like, you know, when a person does drugs, he is not aff- affecting anyone else. He's simply doing something. Of its own. I mean, I sit in my room and uh, take some, do some heroin. I don't do any of those things. But let's say if I just do it and off my own, yep. I haven't killed or harmed Absolutely
0: the right, uh, Pashant. Thanks for the call. Hour 3 is coming up. This is Free Talk Lot. We have a big new advertiser for
1: Valentine's Day. Please, before you buy flowers or candy this year, consider Pajamagram.com. The pajamas or lingerie come in a beautiful hat box with a lavender sachet, a gift card, and a Do Not Disturb sign. She'll love it for years. Pajamagram.com, and please tell them you heard about it at Free Talk Live.
0: The show is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition. As always, you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features there we give away. So enjoy those on us as we launch in hour number three. Once again, freetalklive.com. We go right into your phone calls. Ladies first, Pat in West Virginia listening on WVTS. Hey, Pat. Pat, West Virginia? I
13: just discovered your wonderful program this evening. Well, congratulations. It's a godsend. (laughs) I'm surprised
0: they let you on the air. It's amazing, isn't it, Pat? I'm surprised, too.
1: (laughs) People must think we're nuts when they've never heard messages like this before. Believe it or not,
0: we actually have 33 radio stations carrying this show now. It took a while to make it happen, but it's happening.
13: Oh, this is wonderful. I mean, this is exactly what we need. Um, I wanted to run something by you. I've said it to friends, and they think I'm crazy, but that's okay.
4: All right, go for it.
13: Uh, Is it possible, say, that um, there were a terrorist attack or a dirty bomb went off or something contrived? Would it be possible for President Bush to declare martial law and
1: suspend
13: the Constitution and have no election?
1: Yes. Yes, it would. Um, I don't know if I know if I believe that's going to happen. I think that he's probably just going to go and enjoy all the uh, great money he's made with uh, backdoor deals. Yeah, but not I do
0: Yeah, I don't see that as being very likely uh, as far as a possibility, but it could happen. Uh, the structure is there. We touched on this earlier tonight. Uh, there have been different law, uh, different uh, pieces of legislation passed over the past few years, including the Defense Authorization Act uh, and Military Commissions Act, that have basically paved the way for a martial law situation with military troops in the streets acting as soldiers. In fact, all you really need to do, Pat, if you really want to get scared about this, is to go and look at what happened after Hurricane Katrina down in Louisiana. Uh, oh, I know. Do, do you, did you know they confiscated people's guns?
13: Yes, I did. Uh, that's Second question I was going to ask you: How long do you think it'll be before they come, come
0: for our guns? Well, if there's a martial law situation, I don't think it would be long at all, um, because then they, what they claim is, what they claimed after Katrina was that, well, we need to take everybody's guns away because someone's shooting at us. I mean, that was their excuse. The, the allegation was that there were people shooting at the police and the military, and so therefore they needed to go house to house. And take people's guns away, which of course is absolutely absurd. It's totally unconstitutional, but they did it anyway. And like good little slaves, most Americans gave them right up.
13: Well, they're not going to get mine.
0: (laughs) Good for you. In fact, there was one guy. We saw the video footage. In fact, we played the audio of it on the show at the time. This was a few years ago, obviously. But there was one guy. He happened to be a lawyer. And he told the the uh, the troops, there were National Guard troops, so uh, somebody will, there's always somebody out there who will say, What? Military members would never take people's guns away. Nonsense. They were absolutely following those orders, and there was a whole squadron or whatever of National Guardsmen that were walking house to house, as well as California Highway Patrol officers, as well as Louisiana, uh, Louisiana police. Uh, they were walking house to house, taking people's guns. There was one guy... On video, who said, "You know what you set foot on my property and you're leaving your, or what what was it he said something about you're going to get it, to kill them yeah, you're gonna mm-hmm. get it lead first, basically, you get my guns, but you're gonna have to get it led first uh-huh. uh, it was essentially his threat, and he got to keep his guns, they left him alone. But most people, you know, most people, they turn them surprised. over. I'm surprised.
1: I'm surprised they didn't just
0: open up on him and uh, shoot his <laughs> house full. I I'm, yeah. really am. I, I
1: just... Exactly.
0: Well, you know, if it comes to a martial law situation, Mark, they might just do that. And, Pat, thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate hearing from you. If it it's just... your first time listening... Bear with us. Eventually, we will offend you. Eventually, you will be outraged by yeah, something Yeah, if you're, if you're we not say.
1: outraged right now, you will you be. You will never offend me. <laughs> well, that's good,
0: Pat. We appreciate it. So call us again sometime. We appreciate hearing from you tonight. Eight hundred. Thank you. 800-259-9231. Believe it or not, I mean, they took people's guns in America, where there's a Second Amendment that's pretty darn clear.
1: The right to, uh, of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And in case you're a Democrat, yes, there's the, the the first portion of that says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of the free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be
0: infringed. Simple. I yeah. get it. I don't see how you couldn't. And I went to government school. 800-259-9231. All right. So that's disturbing and outrageous and... You know, what can you do about that? Well, certainly don't hand over your guns if they're asking for them. And if it's a martial law situation, I don't know what... Americans will do in a case like that. I mean, most of them are going to roll over and do whatever yeah, they're they're going to get their,
1: their, their guns up.
0: But I don't know what's going to happen to those of us who refuse. It's always it's always some
1: situation. Um, you, you know, they they either wait for a situation. Um, or you know, some people believe that some of these uh, situations have been contrived. Um, you know, made up. I don't know. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't speculate. I know that uh, Hitler burned the Reichstag and then blamed it on the uh, sure. the trade unionists or whatever. Um, in the Germany. Gulf of
0: Tonkin was completely fabricated. The event that uh, got us into the vietnam war
1: Uh, the evidence has come out with uh, president roosevelt knew in fact that pearl harbor was going to be bombed there's some speculation on this, but let's say he it's, wanted it. it's quite possible. Certainly, he wanted to get into war, mm-hmm. and America was anti-war at the time. Um, it was just,
0: anti-war when they elected Woodrow Wilson.
1: Yeah, take, take a look at uh, General Smedley Butler, um, two-time winner of the uh, Medal of Honor. War who is was, a racket. Yeah, Great war is stuff. a racket. He was against us getting into war, and then you know, they needed something to get America all whipped up. Funny they, you know, they find some little protectorate out in the Pacific and, uh, you know, make it make it a big deal that their harbor got bombed after they put uh, blockades in on uh, on Japan.
0: And don't think for one moment that Hillary Clinton is somehow going to keep us out of war. That's just nonsense. She's as much
1: of a warmonger as Bush is. B- Bill was over there fighting uh, the yep. Bosnia Herzegovina conflict. Yeah, the bombs never stopped dropping B- wasn't, in Iraq.
0: Wasn't, wasn't Haiti also under uh, uh, Bill Clinton's Clinton, watch? Yeah, yeah, and Iraq. They were bombed under Clinton. It's true. Um, Yeah. That aspirin factory or whatever. 1-800-259-9231. Mark, let's get to the story about the execution situation. What state was that in?
1: Nebraska. Nebraska.
0: What's happening there?
1: Well, um, apparently the uh, Supreme Court of Nebraska, the last state to use uh, electrocution, so most recent, ruled the practice unconstitutional yesterday.
0: So there's no other of the 50 states that are, are using electrocution to kill people? Is that what you were saying?
1: Uh, No, I'm I'm not saying that. They were the last last state, the most recent state, I think, is uh, probably the way to do it.
0: Oh, Okay, so they were the most recent state to actually utilize execution, or uh, electrocution, rather.
1: Right. Uh, We recognize the temptation to make the prisoner suffer just as the prisoner made an innocent victim suffer. But it is the hallmark of a... uh, This is from Justice William Conley's opinion here. It is the hallmark of a civilized society that we punish cruelty without practicing it. Condemned prisoners must not be tortured to death regardless of their crimes. And the evidence clearly proves that the um, unconsciousness and death are not instantaneous for many condemned prisoners. These prisoners will, when electrocuted, consciously suffer the torture that high-voltage electric current inflicts on the human body. The evidence shows that electrocution inflicts intense pain and agonizing suffering. Therefore, electrocution, as a method of electrocution, excuse me, execution, is cruel and unusual punishment in the violation of the Nebraska Constitution. So, I, I, you know, I'm against uh, capital punishment of all kinds. I just... I, Why? Why? But because humans are imperfect. Um, we've released 122 men from death row since 1971, when we reinstated the uh, the you know electri- uh, execution, and. To me, that means uh, that we had to have killed some innocent men. Some men that weren't as involved as uh, they said they were or whatever, or as, as they were found guilty of. Many by, of
0: these men completely exonerated, completely no, vindicated.
1: 122 released yeah. from death row. I'm not talking about their um, sentences commuted to lighter um, sentences or anything like that. That's releases totally innocent. from death row. Found, right. uh, you know, acquitted, the whole deal. Had they stayed, um, they or, would have died. Pardon, um, right? Had they stayed there, they would have died eventually. Absolutely, they would have. To me, that means that, uh, in fact, we've executed some men that were innocent it seems clear to me that's and not right i wonder how many innocent people um i, I don't feel bad when when bad people get elected get executed i don't i think it's i think it's our um i don't think a government should be killing its citizens i don't feel bad when they when they get killed though what scares me is how many innocent men are we willing to kill in order to keep the the ex, you know the death penalty if it's important to a society and that's what people out there that believe in the death penalty believe, that it's important as a deterrent. How many innocent men are you willing to kill in order to keep it? Good question. If you One out of ten? An- it yeah. Seems unfair to me.
0: If you'd like to answer that question, 800-259-9231, if you're in favor of the death penalty, how many innocent men is it worth to you? 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, it is your show and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. It is the live Saturday edition toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the Cycle CAI toll-free line. It's in here with you. And Mark, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The feature's there completely free. So enjoy those on us. And they include the bulletin board system. Get interactive with us and our uh, over 2,000 of our listeners and over 300,000 posts. It's all completely free. Just go to bbs.freetalklive.com to get interactive. That's bbs.freetalklive.com.
1: The Republican Liberty Caucus welcomes new members in the pursuit of individual rights, limited government, and free enterprise principles all within the GOP. Ron Paul is a founding member of the RLC. You can visit RLC.org and click Join Us Today. We'll find liberty together. That's RLC.org. Matter of
0: fact, I'm a member too. one 800 259 2 your phone calls. Let's talk to Rich. In Florida, listening on WFTO. Hello, Rich.
6: Hello, this is Rick in uh, Pembroke Fines.
1: Hey, Rick. Just, uh, Sorry about a couple
6: that. Couple comments on fairness uh, on the election. Uh, I know the media pulls tricks to uh, try and in, to uh, support one candidate over another. Sure, they do. Uh, today, today on AOL, uh, they had an announcement uh, on little windows of pictures that Mike Huckabee had dropped out of the uh, GOP race hmm. on February the seventh. Now. It could have been an innocent mistake. I'm, I'm sure they wanted to think that, but I, w- I would think the AOL is a big enough organization that they wouldn't announce the well, wrong. Well, mistakes
0: candidate can themselves. be made. I mean, they meant Romney, right?
6: They meant Romney.
0: I but, can understand. Uh, I mean, it's an honest mistake. They're all the same to me: Huckabee, Romney, McCain. <laughs> I can understand the confusion.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I'm not, not sure. Not as... I believe that they do. Um, you know, they they certainly favor one candidate over the other. They uh, they they. They they talk about uh, McCain like he was a foregone conclusion at one point, and, uh, you know, Ron Paul never got a mention.
0: Yeah, if there's one guy they're definitely excluding, it's Ron Paul. Your thoughts?
6: definitely excluding Ron Paul. On the CNN um, debates they had, it was a a complete show for McCain and for Romney. They completely excluded Huckabee and Ron Paul. Ron Paul got maybe five minutes of of an hour show.
0: Yeah, it was pretty outrageous.
6: It was outrageous. So I'm not uh, supporting any particular one right now, but that's just totally unfair to uh, the other guys.
0: Well, you know, the good news is the old media is dying out. Uh, they they don't have the influence that they once did, and it must really bug them uh, because more and more people are turning to the Internet for their news sources. They're turning to alternative news sources. They're turning to YouTube. They're turning to uh, to shows like Free Talk Live. Of course, we're not a news source, but it's certainly a place to get some alternative viewpoints uh, and that really, I think, bugs the uh, the big uh, the big media conglomerates. And you know, there's nothing they can do about it. As uh, the internet continues to grow in its influence, they will continue to diminish in their influence, and they're going to be busy trying to catch up. But they're never going to be able to handle it because of the uh, because of the decentralized nature of the internet. In that, anybody can get on there and uh, create anything they want to, and it'll and it'll attract listeners and and viewers. Based on its value, based on uh, you know how how entertaining it is, how informative it is, and uh, as long as they keep locking out viewpoints from the debate, they're just going to keep driving more people to the internet, and uh, you know their their days are numbered. Thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate hearing from you tonight. It, you guys doing? Thank you. You're doing a great job. Very Thank good, you. sir. 800-259-9231. You know, um a lot of these debates recently had
1: uh, was the YouTube debate and there was the uh, yeah. MSN um de- MSN uh, MSN.com debate, Facebook, no, right? It was There was a Facebook, Facebook one. one. So each one of them now has an internet angle or most some of them um, have an internet angle to them. Right. They didn't the last election. Uh-huh. So does well, that YouTube mean that,
0: didn't exist? Uh, uh, what's what's going to happen the next election? That's a good question. We'll find out, I guess. 800-259-9231. Continue with David in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hey, David.
14: Hey, how you guys? Hey, good. hey the media, the critics, and the money said that the Patriots were going to win. And look what happened, right? <laughs> That's so, true.
1: <laughs> they, so, had uh, that, they were a six-and-a-half-point favorite.
14: Yeah. And uh, I think uh, martial law would just expound corruption. No, sure it will. So to so stock up on the whiskey and vodka, man, and you'd be able to weasel your way out of a lot of stuff. You're saying population.
0: if the troops were bothering you, you could just give them a, uh, a <laughs> flask and uh, buy them off.
14: Well, yeah, martial law just, like, introduces corruption, you know. You know, the whole, just the whole underground thing would, you know... It's Martial law is really total freedom, right? Because all all the rules are taken away. Because they put all stuff. on. Well, no, so, it's
0: not to- so not it's total what freedom. You
14: get away with, then all of a sudden everything everything it's a free for all. Really. Yeah, you, you for, can't really call for ch- the brave ones. For the cowards, then they could.
0: Well, then you could make the argument that it's a free for all right now, Dave. I mean, you could argue that it's a free for all for the brave ones right now. Those who are willing to flaunt the law are free.
14: Not not, not necessarily when they. When they step over the line saying that they're taking all your rights away, then that that's like being provoked, you know. Well, why would they take my right away, say if New York got bombed, mm-hmm. why would Montana's rights be taken away because they bombed New York? You know what I'm saying?
0: Good question. Well, it's also unlikely. I mean, so, for instance, I don't think they could handle martial law for all the country at once. I mean, think about it. They don't have that many troops. They don't. They couldn't lock down every single city in America. I co- I don't most think they could logistically would, handle most it.
14: Most people would uh, would go along with it, you know, because oh, sure they everybody, would. you know, because they're scared crap. And they, and if you look at it, that's how how governments operate. Every, when you carried a sword around on your side, if you was a badass swordsman, you you were the one that make the rules. You that's know,
0: true. they operate now, by force.
14: Now, right, and now they they do it through means of, like, you can't approach getting better in the medical system without being part of the, like, the church of insurance. Like, look what they're doing in Mississippi. You know, fat people are going to stop from going to restaurants. Well, it's it's proposed. It hasn't passed yet. All they're going to do is make underground fat people restaurants. (laughs) Yeah, that's right,
0: like in Demolition Man. David, thanks for the call tonight. (laughs) We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Logistically, I think if you
1: want a, a view of what the future could be like here in America, the Demolition Man is, uh, <laughs> is is honestly, I I think that it's uh you know, it's amazing, amazingly prophetic.
0: It's a fine movie too. It's very entertaining. Uh, so just to go back on it's the funny point that about,
1: we mentioned a Sliced Alone
0: movie while Dave was on the while point. Dave, yeah. <laughs> uh, going back to the issue of uh, occupation, military occupation of American cities, American towns. I don't think they have the troops, Mark. I mean, this would be like uh, well, I Hitler that... coming over here and trying to occupy the entire country at once. Uh, not, there, know, I mean, they, There are a lot of members of the military, but remember where they all are right now. Remember what happened with Katrina? They couldn't get the National Guard there for like a week. I think I mean, you're
1: envisioning something entirely different than what martial law would look like in the United States. Um, martial law would look like... It'd be the police. Too. I mean, essentially, what we've got going on is, um, you know, they're doing checkpoints now, looking for, right? So supposedly, people in the country illegally. Um, you know, martial law would only be a situation where they could do checkpoints anytime they wanted. They could search your house anytime they wanted. Mm. They would be, um, they would attempt to, you know, outlaw and confiscate guns.
0: Uh, yeah, you're right. I was imagining having troops in the streets at all times. We, like do, have, we do
1: have troops in the streets. Have you looked? I mean, we were in um, New York City. We saw um, New York City cops. They were wearing black helmets, black flak jacks, jackets uh, that said police across them. And they were they were holding machine guns. Milit- machine guns. And now and they're they going to put uh, them in the subway. You
0: know, su- sunglasses. These now guys, they're going to put those guys in the subways in teams of they six. They call them cops, but they're soldiers. With bomb-sniffing dogs. So I think you're right, Mark. Maybe you're absolutely right. Maybe they do have the manpower. If they uh, if they also brought in the uh, the, the police... To do a lockdown situation—that's a scary, uh, scary uh, scenario. More on the way here. Toledo, amazing story coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for three dollars a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. <laughs> This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free. 800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features we give away, including the archives. So if you missed a moment of the show, just go and grab them for free right there on the front page of the website for you. freetalklive.com. You can get movies, lingerie, And all kinds of
1: marital aids at AdamEve.com. They have a special offer for you. You can go to AdamEve.com slash talk and get 50% off of one item. Plus, with your order of $17 or more, they'll throw in a free gift. That's 50% off at AdamEve.com slash talk.
0: Now, normally we don't praise politicians on this show, but from time to time, one of them will do something Right. And when somebody does something right, you should tell them. In this case, it's the mayor of Toledo. And we'll tell you what he did here in a moment. It has to do with this whole martial law thing that we've been talking about off and on tonight. But first, we go to the phone's amp line. It's George in D.C. George, you're on Free Talk Live. What's up, guys? Hey, what's on your mind?
5: Hey, I got got a new job. I quit the TSA. You
0: have? Well, uh, you know what? I should have my sound effects ready, and I don't. Shame on me. But you deserve some applause for that one. What would you end up doing?
9: Oh, I got new hi- hired by this really cool new
5: multinational company. Right there, I'm pretty sure Paul is familiar with. it. It's called Bilderberg Incorporated. The
0: Bilderberg. called oh, Bilderberg.
5: Yeah, man, I swear the pay and benefits are awesome. You get to go around the world. You get to meet new and interesting famous people. And let me use explosives.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Bilderberg.
5: Yeah, Burger Incorporated. It's it's a it's subsidiary of N W O uh, International.
0: Oh, I was you know I took the applause away because now you are pulling our leg. You didn't quit the T S A. Uh,
15: maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was good, George. Anything else on your mind tonight? Uh, nah,
12: that's about
5: it. You are going to quit one,
0: someday, aren't you? Yeah,
5: I will I well, promise you
1: that? I I, 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 you know, it doesn't bother me when uh, liberty-minded individuals are in government jobs. Um, I.
0: You I know, guess the TSA is better than the SWAT team, like the guy that called earlier Wouldn't this week. you
1: would rather get shook down by George than by, well, the guys yeah, that you, surrounded you me with dogs? i you I
0: swear. You'll, you'll let me bring my stash? I uh, don't care about that. That's not a special the plane. As long as I give you a cut, right?
4: Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like a quarter round.
0: <laughs> Thanks, dude. Appreciate the call as always. 800-259-9231. You're right, Mark. It's uh, better to have liberty minded people in government bureaucracy positions than uh, authoritarian bureaucrats but still you're you're, you're not doing anything just productive. because
1: you couldn't do it doesn't mean that you know it's not a good thing for them to do but Necessary.
0: you but you would agree though that the the SWAT team is nowhere for someone that loves liberty
1: I yeah the, the SWAT team was just a bad idea yep. you know what are you going to do well how how are you going to uh, bring liberty to the SWAT team
0: Mayor Cardi Finkbeiner on Friday in Toledo ordered some 200 members of Company A, 1st Battalion, 24th Marines from Grand Rapids, Michigan, out of Toledo. Why would he do that now? I don't know. I mean, because normally politicians don't want to seem like they're mean to the military, right? That would be sure. political suicide. And he did it apparently just before the unit was supposed to start a weekend of urban warfare training mm. downtown. The mayor's spokes bureaucrat said the mayor asked them to leave because they frightened people. He didn't want them practicing and drilling in a highly visible area. Toledo police said they knew about the training and had approved the unit's use of the Madison building in the Promenade Park area. The training was scheduled to start Friday afternoon and last all the way through Sunday. Police said the unit's presence would have minimal impact on the city. They issued a press release saying the Marines would be wearing green camouflage uniforms. They would be operating military vehicles. Carrying rifles, performing foot patrols, and firing blank ammunition that during won't the exercise—good I mean, lord! Martial law preparation? Anybody? What is this all about? Is, I thought that's what we were doing in Iraq. These things have been going on, by the way. This isn't a new occurrence. These um, training operations have been going on for at least a couple of decades. They've been reported on for at least that long, and literally. Literally, military, military members in fatigues, running around, in some cases, neighborhoods. I've seen video footage of these guys running around neighborhoods with fully automatic rifles in their hands, trotting around, just like they own the place, and people are supposed to not be freaked out by that? People are supposed to know Look, I understand they announce it in advance, right? They announce it on the news. Yeah, I don't think that it makes it newspaper. necessarily okay. No, it doesn't because not everybody watches the news and not everybody reads the newspaper. In fact, most people don't.
1: and i I, I stopped listening uh, you know, to the TV news and uh, reading newspapers for uh, uh, several years. I, I you know, I used to say,
0: I'm just tired of getting lied to, right. So there are a lot of people that are like that. And uh, you know, even if you could inform 100% of the people, I would still be outraged by it. This is not appropriate at all. If you want to go and do your little run and gun operation, you've got military bases all over the place. Certainly, you can put up a few shacks and build a few buildings. And you can pretend like you're having your little urban warfare exercise, right? I mean, it's not like the military doesn't have enough of a budget to buy a building somewhere. It's not like the
1: United United States military needs to do operations inside the United States or train for operations inside the United States. They're never supposed to operate here.
0: Well, they can operate on their military base. Okay, go play on your military base. That's what those are for, right? But no, for some reason they want to do it in your city. Remember, this was Toledo, but it could happen where you live. For some reason, they want to do it in your city, in your neighborhood. Now, why would that be? What would the reason for that be? Is it just feel more realistic when you're running around and there are really scared people around, freaking out because they don't know why you're there, pointing guns and firing them? Firing weapons? Like You yeah. can't tell the difference between a blank and a real, we- uh, real bullet unless no. you're standing in front of the gun. So... What do you think the reason is? I'd love to hear from you. 800-259-9231. I'll say that I think the reason is that they want people to be, they want to acclimate people to the idea of having military, military units driving around, running around in their streets, toting weapons, shouting orders. They want you to get used to seeing that. And it's the same reason that they're putting, uh, you know, all this security force in uh, the airports. The same reason that in New York subways they now have uh, crack SWAT teams or whatever. They're not SWAT teams, but they have these uh, crack teams of six uh, heavily armed officers with a with a bomb dog standing around harassing people. Yeah, I don't think the average person can tell the difference between that and a SWAT
1: team. I mean, they've got a dog, they've got uh, yeah, they got uh, they got weapons. automatic weapons. Uh, they're dressed up in
0: you know jackets, yeah, yeah
1: flak jackets and helmets. Looks so, like a SWAT team to me.
0: This, this, I believe, is to get people used to the idea that these, peop- these government bureaucrats will be around from here on out. You better get used to it, Americans. That's the idea. It's like, oh, there's our friendly members of the military standing down at the end of the street. They're just there keeping us safe. I don't know about you, but that doesn't make me feel safe. Is it just me? We continue with your phone calls. Remember, you can bring up anything. Let's talk to Vince in Indianapolis. Vince, you're on Free Talk Live. Vince?
15: Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing this evening?
0: Super. What's on your mind?
15: Listen, I was just a... You talk about martial law and the loss of freedoms. But I think these politicians do these with with, uh, slight actions. And they do it ever so gently. And I was just watching this thing on C-Stan here about on American Perspectives. Mm-hmm. And this lady had her, boy, was brutally beaten. It was on the national news. But they never even told the truth about what happened.
0: Wait, what Before, happened to the lady on this set?
15: Nothing. It, it, she's got a foundation going because her son was gay. But what happened was her son made a advancing move on the, Two men and they beat beat him to death.
4: But mm-hmm.
15: the jury trial came out not guilty. Mm. But the prosecutor turned around and retried the case.
0: But, uh, th- and that's that's, cons- that's double that's, jeopardy.
1: Yeah, you can't do that if it yeah, comes out not guilty. They,
15: what they, they, did, they they charged them with aggravated assault.
0: Oh, they charged him with something else.
1: Yes, man, that is so, so wrong, and and and, and that's oh. a bastardization of our uh, legal system. It it sounds like something horrible happened to that young man, but I'm sorry. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, four sing- four millennia of uh, common law should not be thrown away like that. They
0: have rules they're supposed to follow, and they don't, which, again, as makes me want to know, why is it we're expected to follow their rules? Vince, thanks for the call, as always, 800-259-9231. They don't follow their own rules. I feel no obligation to follow them. More on the way. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call. 800-259-9231 if you sneak it in right now. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark, join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away. And if you like the show, want to help support Free Talk Live, go shopping with us. Just enter Amazon through our special link. It's amazon.freetalklive.com. That's all you have to do is punch that in. It'll take you right to Amazon. You can do all your shopping. I just ordered. uh, I'm coming up on my two-year contract for uh For my cell phone, Mark, Mm -hmm. so, you know, normally they give you an opportunity to get a new phone, and mine's not really in the best shape anymore, so I figured I'd take the opportunity. Free phone, right? But, you know, when you order cell phone, they always give you the opportunity, don't you want some accessories? Here's a leather case for $30. Yeah. No thanks. I knew better than that. I went to eBay, and I went and looked around for those leather cases. You can get them pretty darn cheap on eBay. But believe it or not, I found the same case for less on Amazon. And so I ordered it. It was like $2.57 wow. plus a very small amount of shipping. So for a fraction of the cost of the uh, you know the leather case that I would have bought had I bought it through the uh, the cell phone company, I'm getting one through Amazon for next to nothing. So Amazon.freetalklive.com, 41 categories. You can get virtually anything you need from food to electronics to furniture. It's all there. And Free Talk Live will get a percentage if you enter. Through Amazon. dot com. Let's go to your phone calls. Talk to Doug in Charleston, listening on WSC. Hey, Doug. Doug in Charleston, going what? Hey, how are you? Hey, great. What's on your mind? Uh,
5: you made some comments uh, about the death penalty that I don't necessarily agree with. All okay, right. let's uh, hear it. I, okay. Uh, to start with, number one, um, the legal system that the U.S. has. On the planet is probably the best in the world.
0: That's like saying we have the best cancer.
5: Excuse me. That's like like saying we have have the best best
0: cancer. cancer. But okay, I'll agree with you. uh,
5: You have to have laws in order to have order. That's not not true. Acknowledge to not acknowledge that just pretty much says why don't we have anarchy? So uh, I I don't think anybody really is really that is sane is for anarchy.
1: Okay, um I, I disagree entirely with most of the statements you've you've made. Um, I, I think that there's lots of sane people out there that are for anarchy and um, you know I mean the, the government would you agree that the government is bureaucratic, inefficient, and um, ruins many things that it touches?
5: Uh, there are some things to that statement yes. that I can, uh, okay. that I okay. can agree so with. Okay, so why would but... you
1: entrust the the, uh, the 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 most important thing to us, uh, you know, our civilization, um, something so important as justice to that organization?
5: Okay, well, it's, before we get into the death penalty comments, since you want to address this, I, I'll go ahead. Uh, imagine what it would be like uh, in uh, our society if we didn't have traffic laws. If we, it, you know, you would have. <laughs> People just driving whichever way they want, however they, they want, as fast as they want, using whatever they want to drive with, totally on their own, and, you don't, and there would be no order. You have to have that order in order for there to be a uh, safe commute for the masses. Without that order established through the laws, then you're not going to have that order. so laws are important laws
1: okay so laws are important let's let's go with that um okay. now now tell me about the death penalty and why that this is uh, such a terrible right.
5: thing let me let me just pose you this question mm-hmm. suppose we capture Osama bin Laden okay w- what do we do with him
1: um how did no we capture death him
5: penalty it doesn't matter how we catch him.
1: Okay. It, it, uh, okay.
5: we capture So Suppose, suppose capture Osama a...
1: bin Laden is is in Toledo, and we pick him up, right? Um, you okay, know, Because yeah, I don't yeah. want to go suppose into being in, in foreign Toledo, countries and that kind suppose, of thing.
5: Okay. Suppose he's in Toledo, and he's getting ready to make a terrorist attack, and we pick him up, or he's at some meeting trying to get some more recruits or whatever. Do you believe we in heaven? Him we arrest him.
1: Do you believe in heaven?
5: Yes, I believe in heaven. So does
1: Osama bin Laden. Now, do you want to send him there sooner? Um, Or do you want him to suffer? uh, And do you want him to suffer in the most cruel and um, um, you know awful way that you can make someone suffer legally in the United States, which is death row?
5: Okay, uh, since uh, since you want to go down this road, what has Osama bin Laden done to people? Um, Uh, How about all the other people that have suffered because of his actions?
1: I'm, I'm, going to assume that, I'm going to assume I mean, that you hard, believe, you like I believe, that Osama hard-width. bin Laden, I'm going to assume that you believe, like I believe, that Osama bin Laden perpetrated the 9-11 attacks and that he's been convicted yeah. duly in a court of law for, for such a thing. Um, I, I believe that Osama bin Laden should suffer um, you know, a punishment for that, and that punishment should be a lifetime incarceration in an area similar to death row.
5: Okay, if we give him a lifetime incarceration somewhere similar to death row, okay, mm-hmm. we give him that lifetime incarceration, Osama bin Laden now becomes an icon that needs to be set free.
1: Um, Hold on. You, any, you, uh, you, any, you want to turn him into a martyr. That's the most ludicrous line of, of thinking I've ever heard. You want to kill him so that everybody can talk about how the United States martyred Osama bin Laden. Say,
5: no, the last thing I want is for Osama bin Laden. I, I'm pretty sure that most Americans okay, would so agree. Okay, let's, so let's make an impasse. An evil, that he is an evil, cruel human being. He hasn't been that, convicted in a court of law, his but okay. Existence, that his existence in society on this planet is a threat. You think what do you think Osama bin
1: Laden is? Superman? He's not gonna bust out of that uh, (laughs) that death row. No, he's not Superman.
5: But what were the nineteen hijackers? Were they Superman? No. No, they're a bunch
1: of people. You know what? It's not the nineteen hijackers, my friend. The nineteen hijackers were were just a bunch of suicidal nuts. The unfortunate part is the United States uh, government prevented, um, you know, violated the Second Amendment and prevented Americans from being armed on those planes, so they could have put bullets in the head of those bastards.
5: Uh, they were also 19 men armed with just razor knives. Yeah, absolutely, it's took ludicrous. over aircraft
1: with the, no, they don't have.
5: The point is, they don't have.
1: To do you think a man, man can take? Do you they think that? Hold be on, before determined. you go on, um, do you think that five men can take over an aircraft today with razor knives? Let's say they get past uh, the TSA, which misses so 50% for them of. To
5: get razor knives
4: onto an aircraft.
5: Today.
1: What the was, TSA misses up to, um, you know, you know, depending on, uh, let's call it 50%, but I can give you news articles where they miss up to 90% of guns, knives, and bombs that uh, pass through the the little detectors over there. So the TSA okay, is completely nice, incompetent.
4: You're, you're
5: saying that 50% of the. Let's just say ten percent. I'll go ahead and be generous and give you ten percent of the. <laughs> you're not being generous. You're being you're lying. You're, you're,
1: you don't. And you just
5: don't through. know. You're being ignorant, but okay. Through. You're saying that not, you're, I'll, I'll say only ten percent of the people make it through. I'll be generous. No, you're not Let's being say generous. You are you're being uninformed,
0: sir. The TSA's own tests <laughs> just show, just show that they finish, they please. miss fifty the percent. Well, here, let me let me tell you one.
1: Just to go a little please bit farther. Please the please TSA's red team just pot them down. The TSA's no, not ten percent. The TSA's red team. Test themselves, and they come up over and over again 90%. Let's go 50% and be, you know, generous. I'm being generous with 50%. You're being ignorant and ludicrous with 10. Go ahead.
5: I'm being ludicrous with 10 because I'm trying to prove a point. Now, if you'll just let me finish, you'll understand the point that I'm trying to prove. If, if only 10% of the passengers that fly that smuggle on, you said guns, knives, and bombs, how come we don't have airplanes crashing all over the place?
1: Um, that's you not what I said ask, at all.
5: You what I said was that
1: the TSA tests themselves, and they miss 90% of the guns, knives, and bombs. Not that 10% of the passengers bring guns, knives, and bombs. And passengers don't want to blow up the planes that they're on. Do you understand? Oh, believe me,
5: I do understand that. And, that's, and, and, and people, I understand that people want to be safe. And by allowing individuals such as Osama bin Laden, individuals that are bent on killing, individuals like the 9/11 uh, terrorist, uh, like George Bush that attacked Bill Clinton. Oh please, come Hillary
0: on. Clinton, like those people, John McCain.
5: Now you're, you're automatically assuming that everybody that is elected to, uh, 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 to office, no matter what part of the government in, that they serve are evil individuals that are only out for power, that want to do wrong to everybody that comes in contact. I
0: don't know what their motivations are, dude, but I know that the end result is that they use their power to harm other people, harm innocent lives in this country and in other countries around the world, and I find it outrageous and disgusting, and if you ask me, it doesn't seem like we have a terrorism problem in this country, sir. It seems like we have a government government, problem in this country. It's the government that that puts us all in jeopardy with their asinine laws that they demand that we follow at the point of a gun. It's the government Government that's more likely to kick my door in tonight than any terrorist group anywhere. There's no terrorism in America. There's an incredibly large government problem. And you could actually make the point that government is terroristic in the ways that it does uh, it does business. I wish we had more time. Call us next week. We'd appreciate hearing from you because we're short on time here. Got to go to puke on the Ampline quickly. Puke, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Hey, what's up, guys?
10: I just want to make a couple corrections on the uh, on the urban uh, testing, like the, the army running around in Toledo or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Army has its own parts of the base where there are houses and buildings and hospitals that they can do that on. And there are even, like, uh, the, the housing sections of military bases, like on Fort Hood, there's actually, like, rules that we couldn't take military vehicles or uh, do PT
7: run through the houses because we would, we would disturb the families. But <laughs> I guess it's okay to disturb civilians. Of
0: base, course. Right? The double standard, so. as always. Thanks for the call, Pete. Yeah. Appreciate it, as, uh, as we always do. Ah. <sighs> Great show. It's been Ian here with you. I And Mark. We will return. If you didn't have enough, we'll take you on on Monday night. And uh, in the meantime, we'll see you online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.